0: So, yeah, he brings a lot to the game, and he's right here. Right now. now. Online at thezone1059.com and on your radio at ESPN 105.9 The Zone.
1: Good gracious. <laughs> Good gracious alive, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I would like to welcome you to Game Week. Game Week. You made it to game week. Now, we're not reviewing yet. It's not a reaction Monday per se yet. But dad dadgummit, it's Monday of game week. Roll down your window, turn it up to 11. A little Sonic Boom! Yeah, I'm live, I'm live. I promise. That means you can text me, you can comment, you can call. It's a live radio show with real live people. For now, anyway, <laughs> we're going to be talking outside of our neck for the la- the next uh, three hours. Lots of college football on your plate today. A little high school football from the Magnolia State as well, and really just about anything you want to get into. I, I have not set out like this dot 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 plan it's just football 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 all right that's a way to guess a way to start the show as far as i'm concerned welcome in to the bureau the farm bureau insurance studio farm bureau go with the home team, they are your home team. Farm Bureau Insurance across the great state of Mississippi. Your hometown heroes, that's your local Farm Bureau Insurance agents. Shoot me a text, y'all. Uh, the country pleasing text line wide open to you. So text me. Here's the number. 885-3776. 885-3776 or 885-ESPN. <clears throat> Call me today on the Divini phone. I hope you will. Nine nine five one zero five nine. Bill, a good Monday to you, sir. I'm glad to know that you hadn't been washed away or blown Same away at this there. point. So far, the weather is just a lot of rain, huh?
2: Yeah, a lot of rain right now, and the winds kind of died down. So, good, yeah. thank goodness.
1: So, in the Jackson and, and Metro in that area, did it did the wind like overnight or this morning ever get up? Real, you know, significantly? Yeah, it
2: got up there, and some trees are down, and power lines are down, that kind of thing. But like David Hartman on Channel 16 said, it could have been a lot worse. We kind of dodged
1: a bullet. Right. Yeah, could have been a lot worse. seems like I I texted a friend of mine who lives in Hattiesburg this morning. This was at about 7.30 a.m. And that was his exact term also, is we kind of dodged a bullet. You know, they didn't have... They didn't have power outages. Now, he said at one point yesterday it was looking kind of sketchy around there. But they don't have power outages or didn't have major ones anyway uh, in the Hattiesburg area, which is good. So uh, I guess, you know, as is the case, a lot of times these things come through. Of course, we haven't had many this strong. Uh, this idea is a whole different deal. But the coast takes the brunt, right? Um, New Orleans and the Mississippi Gulf Coast. Took the brunt of it, and there's damage there for sure, and lots of power outages, and will be for a while. So things are kind of up in the air. I don't know. um, There's so much to get into. I don't even really know where to start. We'll just kick off a conversation with you all, see where it goes. I hope you'll just grab a chair, have a seat at the table, and join in. Um, Yeah, I saw, okay, LSU evacuated effectively. The entire LSU football team left Baton Rouge. They went to Houston. And I was messaging with a buddy of mine who's on staff, on the staff there at LSU. And I was asking him, you know, are you okay? Your family's okay? And he told me, he said, yeah, this was yesterday afternoon. He told me, yeah, we're fine. He said, we got to Houston this morning. That would be Sunday morning. He said that LSU is staying in the hotel, no, in a hotel, across the street from the hotel that they stayed in in two um No, 16 years ago to the day when they watched Katrina destroy everything. He was with them then. Sure did. They were right across the street. And that's the uncanny thing about it. You look at it from New Orleans' perspective. The fact that, my goodness, it was on the same day. Just incredible. But anyway, um, they got out. I saw this, too, this morning. Tulane. This is such a bummer if you're Tulane. I mean, it's just unfortunate now. Certainly there are things that are more important than whether you host a football game or not. But still, you know Tulane had this huge opportunity with a relatively new stadium there in New Orleans. And they were going to host Oklahoma this weekend to start the season. I mean, you're hosting a top-five team to start the season in your place in New Orleans. And now they're not going to get to host them. They're going to play the game up in Norman, Oklahoma. So it's going to switch and be a home game for Oklahoma. Not that the location of the game matters to the outcome. I mean, Oklahoma's going to win it one way or the other. Yeah, but, Will, that's that's what you're touching on. He just pointed this out on YouTube. Oklahoma-Tulane game. And then moved it up to Norman because that's the only place they can play it. And, uh, you know, you saw where, what, Tulane went to Birmingham. So LSU left. Baton Rouge went west to Houston. Tulane left and went east, bypassed Mississippi, went all the way to Birmingham, staying in Birmingham, practicing at Legion Field, old Legion Field. Um, UAB, kind enough to kind of um, host them while they practice and get ready for this game, and then they're going to go to Norman, Oklahoma from there. So those teams in Louisiana. Of course, the Saints got out of town and went to, they were going to play Arizona, they called that off, and where did what well, the Saints went to? Where Fort Worth, Dallas, Fort Worth went went to Fort Worth. I think is what I saw. And so they'll just be there, right? Because I mean, there's no guarantee of anytime soon they'll get power restored downtown New Orleans. So you know they're just displaced and getting ready to host what? Not this weekend, obviously. Not this coming week, but um, in less than two weeks now, getting ready to host Green Bay. Supposed to in the dome downtown New Orleans. I mean, that's looking a little bit iffy, isn't it? So there's all kinds of stuff that has has um, has has to be adjusted, to say the least. Real unnamed texture on the country pleasing text line eight eight five three seven seven six says, "Turn it up and blow Ida out of here with the sonic boom." They did their part. Sonic boom did their part. I promise you. Um, unnamed Texas said, is La Tech still in Louisiana? Yeah, that's from Mason, not unnamed, but Mason. Yeah, they are in, in Ruston. And I guess what, looking at the map, though. so kind of West, you know, instead on the Eastern side, on the Western side of where everything went, I hadn't heard about them having to evacuate or, or or needing to evacuate or picking up their program and, and moving or whatever. And then, hey, we'll do that. Maybe some today, and then as we get into the week, too, we'll take a real good, close look at Louisiana Tech and preview of the game this weekend and start with State's going to host La Tech on Saturday, 3 o'clock. Somebody was telling me on Twitter, or they tweeted me to say that the weather forecast for this weekend improved, like it might be a little cooler than normal. That'd be great, good news, with a 3 o'clock game coming up for State versus La Tech. But we'll take a look at Louisiana Tech. What you need to know about them is yeah, they weren't that great last year, but uh, you know, for whatever it's worth, they really went out and dipped into the transfer portal. It was um, a quarterback, former Oklahoma quarterback. He was a big-time recruit, didn't get the start there at Oklahoma, so he transferred out, went to West Virginia, was a starter at West Virginia for a year, then lost the job last year to somebody else. At West Virginia, played in the bowl game, to uh, and helped him. You know, kind of led him on a comeback coming off the bench in the bowl game, and then was hanging it up. Austin, what's his name? Austin, <laughs> I'm drawing a blank on the last name right now. Just having a, I'm just drawing a blank. But anyway, Kendall, Austin Kendall. That's who it is. That's his name. Former Oklahoma QB, and went to West Virginia, played in a bowl game for West Virginia last year, and then was going to just hang him up. He had gone to work. He had taken a job with some company, had like a company computer, was hitting the road. um, And the Skip Holtz and the folks at La Tech called and said, hey, man, we need a quarterback because the other side of that is the quarterback for Louisiana Tech, who was the starter most of last year and played pretty well, he had transferred to La Tech a few years ago from Abilene Christian. This kid actually started against Mississippi State in Davis-Wade Stadium for Abilene Christian back a few years ago. And, and then in the meantime, went to La Tech and, and, and late last year got a broken leg in a game against TCU and has been unable to really come back and at least in the spring and the summer couldn't convince himself and I guess others that he was going to be full go and something you know that he could play. And, and so early on they thought, well, we've got to have – you know, somebody else. Here's a guy that's out there and because of COVID's got more eligibility left, so they brought in Austin Kendall. They've all the reports coming out of La Tech is that they've had a sure enough quarterback battle in camp. It's not like they just gave it to him. But at the same time, everything you read made me think anyway that Kendall was ahead and probably going to be their quarterback. They transferred in a running back from Vandy, who was Vandy's leading rusher last year, who had a hundred yards rushing in the Mississippi State game and start well last year he's now at La Tech. they transferred in a good uh, productive running back from App State. So two new running backs in the mix. their best offensive lineman transferred out and left and went to Houston and they so they brought in some offensive lineman from TCU who you know had played some at TCU. they transferred in a DB from Tennessee, another one from Arkansas uh, another DB from Vandy. Yeah, so they, they had an influx of Division One players, just athletes, you know, that they didn't have previously that might make a difference for them. Plus, they had some opt-outs last year at La Tech that kind of made it tough, like their best defensive lineman opted out at the beginning of the year, didn't play. Well, he's back. So they'll look a little different just just on the surface. Personnel-wise, they're going to look a little different than they did a year ago. And out of the shoots, you just never know what you're going to get, really, from anyone. So we can get into all of that. All right. So phone calls, text messages, comments on the live live stream coming at all oh, y'all. Hey to everybody in the live stream, boy, it's, it did not take long. <laughs> uh, Sven in right away. Sven's good to see you as always. Uh, he said the great and near unbeatable, unbeatable Nebraska. Think about this. He said that's mind blowing. Yeah, I know. Talk about how the mighty have fallen. Nebraska just can't get it together. They did some good things. They look slow to me on offense. They obviously had problems at quarterback and Lord I felt sorry for the kid because I know what it's like when, you know, you just can't get it going. You just miss. <laughs> you know, for him it's footwork and and kind of anticipation, but he's just missing open people. That's tough when you're a quarterback and you're fighting through that. And there's no question there's about fourteen points on the board for them. Easy, easy, easy if kid just makes a throw or two, frankly totally change the complexion of that. So that's what I think is funny about football is, you know, I, I get it. The coach should shoulder most of the blame and deflect things away from his players. But you watch that game, and the fact is, okay, there's a lot of heat on Scott Frost, Nebraska, right? They lose the game. Afterwards, it's all about Scott Frost, how terrible he is. Well, when you watch the tape, you watch the film, like – what do you want he and his coaching staff to do can they get that guy that receiver more open in the corner of the end zone it ain't possible to get him more open okay and it's and then what we've got to have is the quarterback throw the ball to him <laughs> that's seven points right there <clears throat> you know and then the turnovers and all that stuff so reality is always more nuanced than your social media twitter feed and your local message board and your fan base down there around the water cooler wants to ever believe or get into all right uh phone line divinity equipment phone starting us off here on a monday chris on line one what's up chris
3: all right matt there's here's a quick geography question for you rustin louisiana is about an hour to an hour and a half from vicksburg straight down 20. okay so it's on the northeast half. So it's in, so it's on east, but it's half.
1: kind of the north part. I didn't realize that. So it's, right. so it's not far right. from Monroe at all.
3: No, it's in between Vicksburg and Monroe.
1: Is it really? I did not realize that. Okay. Yep.
3: Yep. So if you, if we ever go over there and play or something, and you got to go there, you can go stay at your your well, halls
1: and, and and you, and you know, we there. went there. What was it, Chris? We played a football game there for state just a few years ago. Um heck yep. it, it was third uh, ninety three. That's it. <laughs> third and ninety three. That was that was two thousand seventeen. That's 2018. right. Two thousand eighteen. That was seventeen. Yeah, oh, it was Mullins last year because I remember that's it was right. uh Neil Price's first year. And see, we rode the bus with the with the team. Uh rode the bus down there. Or I say yeah. with the team, it was a bus full of extras and we were on that bus the, the day of the game. Yeah, so I, I probably yep. was sleeping on the old bus Knoxby not paying County attention.
3: Native. Old Noxby County native was the one that calls that third 93, old Jeffrey Simmons.
1: Sure was. Well, and how about this? If you go back and watch that play, uh, C.J. Morgan, a Louisiana kid, who a safety who, you know, he got hurt. He was out all of last year, and he's finally back right. on the field this right. year. Uh, C.J. was in on that. He was one of the ones batting it down the field constantly, trying to pick it up, just kept kicking it down the field, you know. He was in there, too. Yeah. Well, the other thing I was going to
4: say is
3: that isn't there some flood going on in New Orleans still?
1: Oh, gosh, I would imagine. I'll be honest with you, Chris. I hadn't watched a whole lot of TV reports or weather reports and stuff today, but I would assume there's flooding, sure.
3: Well, I knew last night before it even really hit landfall, there was already what four or five feet on Dolphin Island. There was already cars getting flooded and everything else on mm. Dolphin Island last night. So, yeah. and they were talking about another eighteen to twenty foot of rain down there. So, mm.
1: you mean inches? Yeah, I mean, those 18 20 down inches.
3: there, No, no, they were talking about feet.
1: Hold on, you just said eighteen to twenty feet of rain.
3: That's that's what they said on the news last night, Matt. You can laugh at me all you want. I'm not laughing. No, I'm not laughing.
1: Night. I just didn't know there was – I didn't know 18 feet of rain was possible. Now, I mean – Well, you know,
3: ask them people in Honduras and, and, you know, all them other places like that. Hawaii, ask them about 18 to 20 feet of rain because they get it every year. 20 <laughs> – oh, uh,
1: well, in a year, but – No, I'm
3: just talking about – those people get four or five feet at a time. In Honduras and Hawaii, those people get feet,
1: feet of rain. They don't get Hold inches on. of rain. I'm he, telling you. The, you're about five feet of rain?
3: Yes. You Chris. Know that. if that's the, okay, go look it up. The average <laughs> in Honduras during the rainy season is five foot every time it rains.
1: Well, but I know, but you said 18 to 20 feet. I think they said 18 to 20 I'm, inches of rain in down
3: they here. didn't. They didn't say eighteen to twenty inches. They said eighteen to twenty feet. <laughs> I watched it, and then I looked at. Then I went and looked at it on the Weather Channel. So if they had it wrong on both of them, that's up to them.
1: Yeah, storm we surge. Know. We also storm surge is is a whole different deal than uh, rain. Okay, so I think that's oh, what it you're.
3: Wasn't, it wasn't, no, I'm telling you what. Chris, they said, no, I'm telling I, you I I
1: what, You it. go look it up, Chris. What I'm telling you is it ain't eighteen to twenty feet of rain. It's it, the storm, sur- like whatever rain you get, maybe adds into storm surge, and like a storm surge coming up five feet on land. Yeah, that happens, but it ain't no eighteen uh, to twenty feet of rain. It, that's not happening well, in I'm one to, storm.
3: What I'm trying to tell you, what I'm trying to tell you is this: is they had it misprinted on both of them because I heard it on the news and I said ain't no way, and I went on the line and I saw the same thing, and I said those both of them are wrong. There ain't
1: no way that's right. Hey, let me ask you they this. Were let me ask you this. Uh, right under there, where it said eighteen to twenty feet of rain, was there a Google ad for Beaverwood? And how much were they charging per cubit?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I hear you. I brought that up to say this. We all know that the two people in this world that are paid to lie all the time is lawyers and weather.
1: And weather. <laughs> well, maybe right. so. Maybe so. Well, but anyway, hey, and,
3: I, and how about my cowboys taking them in?
1: Yeah, that's good. How about all
3: them people that want to talk bad about Jerry Jones, and he's the one taking people in and giving them shelter and stuff? Yeah. Well, Sir.
1: I guess you don't approve, though, because you told us you hate the Saints.
3: Oh, I mean, if it's something like this, that's fine. <laughs> we can give them a place to stay.
1: Mm-hmm. I got you.
3: They just need to. <laughs> They just need to remember who took care of them when we uh, when we play them later
1: on in the year. Appreciate it. Thanks for the call, Chris. Have a good one. Tell you one thing.
2: <laughs> I know one thing. I'm heading for the mountains. going to be <laughs> rain. 18 to
1: 20 feet of rain. Bless his heart. Storm surge. Bless his heart. <clears throat> Look, you can say whatever you want about anybody as long as you say bless their heart afterwards. Right? Isn't that the southern thing that? Uh, Animals pairing up. Get your beaver wood right here. Uh, I mean, I know it's expensive. Lumber's expensive. It's even more... It gets even more expensive when they forecast 18 to 20 inches of rain. (laughs) And uh, they start... Pricing it by the cubit. All right. Uh, you know, I said beaver wood. I should have said gopherwood. wood. See, I'm trying over here to be biblical and I messed it up myself. I said beaverwood. It's gopher wood, dad gummit. <laughs> so yeah, y'all can laugh at me. <clears throat> we'll all laugh together. Is there even such a thing as beaver wood? <laughs> <laughs> Does it, where can I
2: get some gopher wood? Uh, beaver wood may be stuck between their teeth.
1: <laughs> Lord, I can think of a bunch of jokes. That was great. It's fantastic. He said 18 to 20 inches of rain. And I'm over here talking about beaver wood. <laughs> We're off to a roaring start on this Monday. I enjoy laughter. I don't care what it causes. It. All right. Um, Tennessee has a new quarterback. More of your comments. High school scores. We're covered up. We got more wing handle. Stick around.
5: Now's the time to get a great deal on Kubota construction equipment, featuring durable Kubota engines, more comfort, more productivity, more get it done right.
6: After these messages, we'll be right back.
7: For double enjoyment, reach for Beech Knot Peppermint Gum. It sparkles your smile, your breath, your whole sense of enjoyment. beechnut Knot Peppermint in the familiar yellow pack.
1: Jeans do come true. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world. Let's dive in and see what we have here. Do what I did. Visit BlueDeltaJeans.com find your fit just for my listeners enter discount code matt wyatt just answer the questions bluedeltajeans.com answer the questions use this code use the code you're going to get a discount they are the most comfortable jeans i've ever worn
5: Farm Bureau Insurance stands ready to provide financial relief to our communities in this time of crisis. This includes a one-time credit to all personal auto policyholders, a donation of $500,000 to the Mississippi Food Network, and additional payment options for those hit the hardest. All while continuing to service customer claims as well. But this is the time to go above and beyond. These are a few ways we're keeping the Farm Bureau promise. To learn more, talk to your agent or visit us online. Go with the home team.
1: Hey, y'all, let me tell you a little bit about C Spire. New stuff in 2021, including 5G coverage. If you go to their website right now, cspire.com, you're going to see their no bull, which by the way, I love the Super Bowl ad with the slow motion bull. You're going to see that on the website. But look, they're right there's been a lot of bull over the years in your wireless bill, depending on if you know who you were with. And my experience with C Spire is just like they say, there's no bull. I know what it's gonna cost me each month. I know what my coverage is, is the number one coverage in Mississippi, period, the number one network. And they've got 5G phones that are 5G ready. Now, I have the new iPhone twelve Pro Max, got it at C Spire, went and did curbside at my local C Spire location and did the exchange where I traded in my old one and got the new one and it's 5g capable and we've got 5g coverage in parts of Mississippi and it's just growing by the day so you really ought to check that out okay and in terms of the new phones you got deals going on on those as well find those out at cspire.com cspire customer inspired
8: After these messages will be right
9: back. Every farmer understands their farm can't thrive without some good partners, like sun, soil, and rain. And farmers in North Mississippi also rely on another important partner, Mississippi Land Bank, because land and farm financing are Mississippi Land Bank's primary focus. We've grown alongside these farmers' crops for more than 100 years. We understand what a farmer needs, and we know the lay of the land in North Mississippi, and that's where I stand.
10: A lot of people in the equipment world you know things kind of go in trends I guess if you want to say it um, so kind of the first big thing uh, that we look at when we start evaluating our business is gonna be our turf equipment that's kind of the first big push because once the you know once everything the water dries up and the grass starts growing This is what everybody's looking to get. Uh, We carry the new Wright stand-up mower. Doesn't look like much, but this thing is, and it costs just as much as zero turn. Not a cheap unit at all. I mean, if you go out there and look at that zero turn, this thing right here, I mean, it's got all your components from your big pumps to your commercial engine to your large steel deck. Um, And these guys were the first ones to make the standard mower. Better bite, better bite, better bite, bird bite. Yes, always look
11: for this bird's...
8: It it's
0: time to get back to the Matt Wyatt Show. Talking more great sports for you, Mississippi. Online transmission is ready, sir. Live online at thezone1059.com and... Keep
8: your radio turned on
0: To ESPN 105.9, The Zone.
1: Alright, welcome back. Here we go. Rolling along with you live on this Monday, Monday. It's Monday of game week. This time next week, it'll be full-on reaction Monday after we will have watched everybody play football, except Ole Miss. Ole Miss and Louisville play next Monday night. So, next Monday is going to be really cool because we'll have recap reaction Monday to the weekend plus previewing Ole Miss and Louisville, we watched them that night and then recap that one on Tuesday, so that'd be fun. Ole Miss is supposed to have a good team this year, and Louisville, you know, I don't know. Um, Satterfield up there did a nice job early. He is a good coach. They do have good players, but the last couple of years have kind of been, eh, I say couple. I mean, I'm going back to, yeah, they beat State in that Music City Bowl State was up 14 zip and should have been in control, but Lord, it got out coached in the ballgame and uh out efforted down the stretch in that ballgame. So we'll see if they're able to muster anything. You know, we know that Louisville better score some points if they want to stay in it, because the chances of them stopping on Miss slim to none. Seems that way. You know, and I was looking for some research today for the better better than average podcast. And experience on the offensive line started glancing, adding up. Okay, who's played where? How much continuity do you have? Guys playing the same position they've played before? Because offensive linemen move around all the time. That's that's the case on every team. But you know, you start comparing teams. Uh, one thing about Ole Miss is they have they have a lot of they have a lot of starts returning in that offensive line group as compared to other SEC teams. And they have moved some around, guard, center, center, guard, guard to tackle, tackle to guard, you know, some guys have moved, but they got some experience. Guys play a lot of football up there. And they have some young ones too, but, again, you compare it to other. There are a lot of other teams that have way, way fewer experience, fewer starts and less experience on that offensive line than Ole Miss does. And so that's another thing that probably gives Matt Corral some real confidence and something you can really coach around. So we'll get into all of that. We will get into all of that. Okay, let's see. Real quick. On the uh, live stream, Mr. Harmon, so Chris, Chris's call. He said, I think he missed the inches part. And then Clayton on YouTube said, this man will stand by his wrong statement till the end. Roshanna wanted to know if that was actually Chris Brooks calling in to mess with me. Will commented and said, last time I heard of 18 to 20 feet of rain is, was this guy heard about loading animals onto an ark, right? Mr. Harmon noted that he refused to concede. But Bernard says, he says, I live in Hammond, Louisiana. We got 12 to 14 inches of rain with winds up to 110 miles per hour last night. Man, Bernard. Hang in there, buddy. Like, quite literally, hang on to something. Man, Jimmy commented on YouTube. He said, note to self, Chris should always be (laughs) fact-checked. Okay, he should always be fact-checked, huh? Uh, Mr. Harmon said that he tried blueberry and maple sausage, and he said, Lord, it hit the spot. It is some kind of good now. It is good. Jason said, he is correct, Matt, it can rain for weeks on end down there, but they have more mountains, rivers, just like Forrest Gump. It rained and rained. Yeah, Forrest Gump said, water... Coming in sideways, water coming up from the ground. I remember that. Let me get to some of your comments here real quick on the text line. Also, the country-pleasing text line. Country-pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the Southeast. It is the best sausage, hands down. Try it. You will agree. You can also get it at Walmart. DT texted the show, and he said, Looking forward to, to shooting some birds and then watching some SEC football. Bring on Saturday. Yep, Saturday here in Mississippi, September 4th, the opening day of dove season. And, again, uh, if some of these forecasts, if it holds up, then maybe you won't be sweating your tail off out there on the edge of a dove field Saturday morning. What do they say it's going to be? Let me check it. As soon as I get it pulled up here, I'll let you know what it says. Refresh. Yeah, we're swamped in right now. Okay, let's see. Saturday, I'm looking at, for North Mississippi, a high of 88 Low of 65 with drier air. So we'll take it. At least it's not 98, right? That can happen this time of year. You and I both know that. Uh, Bentonia Bulldog said, Ruston on the other side of Monroe, working there now. See, Bentonia says that Ruston is on the other side of Monroe from Vicksburg. Why don't I just look it up on a map? Hogjowl says, I'm so thankful Ida did not turn into a Katrina. He said, I'm thankful for your show and your listeners. I'm thankful football's here, and I'm thankful I'm a Razorback. Have a great show. He said, Chris is talking about storm surge, not rain. <laughs> I think that's right. <laughs> Thanks, Hog Joe. Hats off to you. You got one this week and the next week at Longhorns, huh? Getting, got a little two-week sprint to the Longhorns for the Razorbacks. Toddy texted the show. He said, Chris is obviously... What do you say here? A doormat fan? They don't teach math down there. Yeah, they teach math. He just meant he meant inches, not feet. Know what he meant? Or maybe he meant storm surge, not rain. (laughs) Um. All right. The real unnamed texture. Yeah, I saw that uh, Tulane and Oklahoma are having to move the game up to Oklahoma. They can't play it in New Orleans. Troll Tide says 18 to 20 feet of rain is what LSU wants to say happened to whatever documents the NCAA is after. <laughs> That's a good one. Carlos says, Well, Dad Gummit, the Saints have missed out on getting Minshew again. Yeah, he's in Philadelphia now. You think he'll get the job there? It's kind of it, what do you think about Philadelphia bringing him in? I mean, I know they got rid of a late round pick, And now you got Hurts, Minshew, and Flacco, like, how do you think Minshew feels about that? Denzel texted and said Greenville Christian traveling to Milton Academy, Georgia, to take on Collins Hill, Georgia, Friday night. Uh, Collins Hill, the number nine team in the country and number one in Georgia. Hey, Denzel, is that is that televised? I sure would love to catch a glimpse of that. I'll be out shooting a game somewhere. By the way, I got to go to the Red Carpet Bowl, Bill, on Friday night. Yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. It was awesome. You know, I've been to a Warren Central game before in Vicksburg, but I'd never I'd never been to a game at Vicksburg High School. That's my wife's alma mater, by the way. And I'd never been to the red carpet bowl, I'd always heard about it. How, and for those that don't know, Red Carpet Committee puts on this game and has since 1962. Recent you go back to the eighties is when it blossomed into It always was one of the Vicksburg teams. And then a few years later, it became they played more than one game. So they used to have, for the Red Carpet Bowl, it started the season. It was like the kickoff event. They would alternate who hosted it, Warren Central to Vicksburg, and they'd play three games. They'd go St. Al, we'd play the first game, and then, like, Warren Central played the second game, and Vicksburg played the third game. You had six teams in three games on the same field in the same day to open the season, and then say now got tired of wanting to play the early game. That's what I heard anyway. So they're like we don't do it anymore. So then it just became Warren Central and Vicksburg every year, play on the same field, and they alternate hosting it. This year it was at Vicksburg High. So Friday night it, you had the early game was Warren Central played Forest Hill, and Warren Central won twenty seven nothing, and then after that they kicked it off about maybe eight thirty. Vicksburg and Germantown. And Germantown won that one 34-14. That running back for Germantown who's going to Georgia, he's pretty good. Y'all hear me? (laughs) That rascal's pretty good. But that was a fun night. It wound up being a beautiful night in Vicksburg for football. And, hey, Bill, I don't know if this surprised you or not. But, okay, so you had four teams there, right? You had four teams. Mm-hmm. the school, the two schools that lost the football games had by far the best marching bands, I thought. Forest Hill and uh, Vicksburg High. They were, they were great. But a nice night for football. So I got to see that. What are some of those scores, too? Okay, so you had Clinton on Thursday night losing to ocean springs and it by was in by one 45 44 in double, double overtime. overtime yeah and uh and then of course the next day ocean Springs area gets popped with Ida coming through there I checked on some folks and they said they were fine though um but that was a heck of a ball game I don't tell you Clinton looks good but ocean Springs looks good too they spread the field offensively and they got a big 6-2 kid that can throw it playing quarterback. He's apparently uh, a Southern Miss baseball commitment. Um, that's just a heck of a ball. Game. I think that's two good teams right there. Clinton looked good to me. I, I know they are sick they lost the game, and double overtime makes it even worse, but still. They got athletes at Clinton, and they always do. Yazoo City beat Callaway Thursday night 34-33. to That was a one-point game. And Lanier Thursday night beat Crystal Springs 22-21. So how about that, Bill? You had three games on Thursday night, all involving area teams, and all three games were one-point margins. Yep. How about that? Lanier beats Crystal Springs 22-21. Ocean Springs over Clinton 45-44. And Yazoo City over Callaway 34-33. we got a whole show to kind of go through some of those scores and what happened and so on and so forth. There's also a story that I, I, I have to get into with y'all, I don't know if you saw this. But you know how MRA played on national television on Saturday and they lost to Oakland High School in Tennessee. It was a whole weekend of televised high school football for ESPN. Well, they they televised a game that involved a team that is basically fake. It's a fake school. The school doesn't even exist. Yeah, no joke. National television. The team played a game on Friday night, turned around and played again on Sunday on national TV, got beat 56 to nothing. (laughs) They duped ESPN. It's all fake. They don't even have recruits. True story. I'll tell you all about it. Y'all stick around.
2: There's a lot of noise
1: when it comes to 5G.
6: We're 5G. After these messages, we'll be right back
1: arrived today jeans do come true thank you blue delta yeah jeans do come true that's what the bag says blue delta jeans makes the best fitting most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you raw denim jeans custom fit hand tailored in tupelo mississippi my hometown let's dive in and see what we have here Do what I did. Visit bluedeltajeans.com. Find your fit. Design a jean. And before you know it, you'll be addicted. Just for my listeners, enter discount code MATTWYATT, all lowercase. Again, that's if you listen to me. You can use discount code MATTWYATT, all lowercase. And at checkout, you're going to get a 10% discount off your order. So I just went online ordered them. uh, bluedeltajeans.com a couple weeks ago went in i didn't go get measured i just entered you know what i knew about myself well, i just answered the questions and here they are at my doorstep a couple of weeks later nice Yep, yeah, blue delta nice. i'm happy <laughs> i've known the blue delta team for years and i'm thrilled to have these guys on as a sponsor of this show Blue Delta's virtual tailor is a fun and easy way to get yourself into the best fitting pair of jeans you're ever going to own but you never thought you'd get a butt shot out of me huh how about that just answer the questions they fit absolutely perfectly they couldn't fit better so just go online bluedeltajeans.com answer the questions it's amazing how they do it they will fit perfectly you're not going to find better material and better feeling pants period anywhere BlueDeltaJeans.com Use this code Use the code You're going to get a discount They are the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn I promise you that And I know that you are going to love them too Make sure you use the code And remember Jeans do come true
12: After these messages Let me tell you about an ice cream can't be beat.
6: The very best tasting you can eat. It's meadow,
12: meadow, 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 smooth, freeze meadow gold. Go to your ice cream man today, and here's the word that you should say. Oh, give me meadow, 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 smooth, freeze meadow gold. And remember, folks, meadow gold
7: is mm mighty good. For double enjoyment, reach for beech nut peppermint gum. It sparkles your smile, your breath, your whole sense of enjoyment. Beech Nut Peppermint in the familiar yellow pack.
8: Six o'clock, dinner time. Thank goodness for Jell-O Instant Pudding.
7: Yes, thank goodness for Jell-O Instant Pudding. The terrific busy day dessert you can make at the very last minute. See how quick and easy. Just add it to cold milk and beat it up. That's all. By the time you're ready to eat it, it's all ready for you. Jell-O Instant Pudding, made by the famous Jell-O folks. So creamy, so nourishing, so delicious. No other instant pudding is quite the same. Stock your shelves with all seven flavors. The good, good, busy day dessert. Jell-O Instant Pudding.
1: Ba, 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 ba. Turn the mic on, Matt. Here we go. Welcome in on this Monday's game week. You made it. Pretty soon we're gonna tee it up, including on including on Thursday night. The first SEC team to play a ball game is going to be Thursday night. The Tennessee Vols. Come on!
8: Wish that I was on old Rocky Top down in the Tennessee hills. Sing it! Ain't no smoggy smoke on Rocky Top. Ain't no telephone
1: bill. That's right. They've got a quarterback, Coach Josh Hypel named... Joe Milton, the starting quarterback for Tennessee, he's the Michigan transfer. Joe Milton, the third UTQB. Woo!
8: Yeah,
1: Joe Milton. Last year, played in six games for Michigan. Six games for Michigan went fifty-six percent completions, a thousand yards, four touchdowns, four picks, and it was his third year at Michigan. Okay, so you know, technically, I guess, like a uh, like a sophomore year because he he was technically able to redshirt first, so he's really still just a sophomore in terms of actual abil- eligibility according to the NCAA. Uh, he's a big guy too. He's six, five, 245 pounds or something like that. I didn't realize he was that. Large of a human being, but anyway, that's who they have named. They got him listed six five two forty four. He's a big old boy. How big old boy are you? Yeah, last year was a red shirt sophomore year. It did not count. So even though, depending on you know what he's listed, the NCAA considers him the same eligibility as he was last year. So just throwing that out there to you, real quick. Real quick, and then we'll hit the countdown. Uh, Fletcher texted the show, and he said, "Matt, I got some motion front property here in Utah. If if you and Bill are interested, <laughs> we're good. Thanks, Fletcher. We're good. Okay, so that game not on TV. Listen, Greenville Christian, real deal. Well, we know that. They're making short work of everybody, and are going to go to Georgia and try it out over there." Found somebody that'll play him. See if he can go beat the best team in Georgia. Right? Sounds good. All right. Jeremy texted me and he said, Matt, have you ever heard an announcer at a football game tell the home team, come on, boys, you ain't got much time. Hurry up. You've only got 20 seconds. And constantly comment favorably on the home team players on every play. He said, talk about the refs not calling holding calls on the visiting team. He says, man, you talk about some mad visiting parents. Jeremy what are you talking about? Which game was that? Now, I know that Are you, you're not referencing Vicksburg, Because, see, the PA announcer for the night game at the Red Carpet Bowl for Vicksburg-Germantown, he was commenting and, and he was doing a little play-by-play over the PA. But from where I was standing on the field, I never could make out what he was actually saying. I heard voice. I just didn't hear words. I couldn't tell what the words were that were being said. So, Or maybe you're talking about another game. Okay, no, Jeremy's talking about Noxapater. So they do that at Noxapater? Tell the rest what they need to be calling and do it over the PA? (laughs) Surely not. No, I've I've heard that before. Don't call me Shirley. And don't call me Shirley. I tell you what, you can call it, Bill. You can call it the countdown of 100 teams.
0: 100 teams.
1: 100 days. Well, today, being a Monday, Monday, we're going to have three teams. Team number seven, team number six, and team number five. We're going to start off with team number seven on the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. They are an independent. They are... The Notre Dame fighting Irish. The Rudy for you, Rudy. She <laughs> will
8: never get around to the loyal to Notre Dame. Cheer, cheer for Notre Dame. Wake up, the echoes cheering her name. Send a body cheer on her.
1: Our- yeah, buddy. Yeah, you can just picture it, can't you? Rudy out at practice getting the tar beat out of him.
8: All right,
1: so Brian Kelly is going into his 12th year as the head coach of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. They went 10-2 and 2 a year ago. That ain't bad. Not bad. But how about this? They have almost nobody back off that team last year. They only returned three starters on offense, six on defense, just 37 total lettermen off that team last year that won 10 ball games. That ain't much. That ain't much.
8: Onward to victory for
1: Hey, and my notes here tell me that they finished the year losing to Alabama in the Rose Bowl 31 to 14. Apparently I missed that. I didn't remember that. And that's terrible, but I'm just being I'm leveling with you. I got nothing to hide. I got nothing to hide. I did not remember that. They beat Duke, UCF, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. USF, Florida State, Louisville, Pittsburgh, Georgia Tech, Clemson in two overtimes in a regular season 47 to 40. And then Boston College, North Carolina, and Syracuse to start off 10 and 0. They had a rematch against Clemson in the conference title game, a fully healthy Clemson beat them 34 to 10. And then Alabama made short work of them in the Rose Bowl. This year for Notre Dame, it is a week 1 trip on Sunday, September the 5th this weekend at Florida State. That'll be the season opener. And then don't blink at this now. Okay, their fifth game of the year the first weekend in October, they're going to host Cincinnati. Cincinnati's better than people think. They may make a run at Notre Dame. Let's see about it. All right, Bill. I would imagine. I would imagine the list of famous alums from Notre Dame is long and extensive.
2: Well, it's long. There's a lot of sports people, of course. Yeah. We start right. out with uh, Joe Montana. Joe Montana. <laughs> and we move from there to Joe Theismann.
1: Wow. Well, yeah.
2: And then we'll come back up here to some other folks. Condoleezza Rice went to school there. Bingo. Pretty mm-hmm. famous. Canute Rotney. <laughs> and that's how you say it.
1: By the way, it's not nude; it's Canute. Come on, uh, are you just, are you pulling my leg like Chris no, likes to uh, do? That's how you do. First, we're talking about eighteen feet of rain. Now we're talking yeah. about Canute. It's Canute Rotney.
2: Yeah. All right. Watch Watch the movie that Ronald Reagan did. Okay. All right. Uh, Regis Philbin went to school there, of course. Of course, you know, yeah. He was. Right. Uh, Hannah Storm, Mike Golick, Phil Donahue. Wow. I don't know, Phil
1: Donahue's up to these days.
2: Uh, he's you know hanging around with Marlo, I guess, his wife, mm-hmm. Marlo yeah. Thompson. Uh Alan Page, Ed Bartolo Jr. went to school there. Brady Quinn, George Went. Hey Norm, George Went went, to, was, Notre How went about that? to Notre Dame. Went to Notre Dame. Charlie Weiss, uh, Jerome Bettis, Justin Tuck, Jimmy Clausen, Tyler Eifert, uh, George Gipp, the Gipper. The movie was made about. It, you know. Okay. Yeah. Win one for the Gipper. And of course, Rudy Rudiger. I mean, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, Ian Book. Yep. Uh, Trey Mancini. Uh, Chase Claypool. Amy Coney Bryant, one of our Supreme Court justices. She went to school there, of course. Okay. Uh, Bill Ambier and Quentin Nelson. That's just the part of the list I had. I, there's, a, you know, some I didn't recognize. I don't know if anybody else would. Well, to I didn't realize. Days, you know?
1: I didn't realize Bill Lambeer went to. Yeah. Uh, Went to Notre Dame, played basketball in Notre Dame. How about that? How about that? Well, that's cool. Yeah. Oh boy. You know, you start a list with Joe Montana. I mean, mm-hmm. that's 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 pretty that's pretty decent. <laughs> pretty decent. And Joe Theismann and all that. Theismann, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when and Canute, St- Canute, yeah. When State hosted Notre Dame two months ago in the postseason in baseball. In the Super Regional. They hosted Notre Dame in the Super Regional at uh, Duty Noble. Joe Theismann attended. I don't know that he attended all the games, all three, but I know he attended one of them. Yeah, big Notre Dame alum, fan. People say he was a great guy, laid back, those that got to meet him. I don't know about Notre Dame's schedule. You know, it's always a little iffy for them because they're an independent, and this is going to be a normal independent schedule for them this year. Last year was the ACC schedule because of covid They're going conference only, so they attached themselves to the ACC. We know how all that went. But, again, you know, I mentioned Cincinnati. Well, here's the schedule for uh, Notre Dame. Of course, starting at Florida State this Sunday. Week two, Toledo. Week three, Purdue. Week four, the last week in September, uh, they play Wisconsin in Chicago. October games. Cincinnati at home. Virginia Tech on the road. Host USC host North Carolina. Now, that ain't bad. That's pretty tough October. And then November, they host Navy, go to Virginia, host Georgia Tech, and go to Stanford. Look, I mean, you know, playing Cincinnati, playing North Carolina, USC, we'll see about a trip to Florida State. Those are not bad. But, I mean, their strength of schedule this year can't be great when all that's said and done. Not compared to what these SEC schools and these... Big Ten schools are going to have. Just my thoughts. That's all they are. I'll get to some of your thoughts when we come back and start hour number two right after this. Stick around.
5: Bureau Insurance stands ready to provide financial relief to our communities in this time of crisis. This includes a one-time credit to all personal auto policyholders, a donation of $500,000 to the Mississippi Food Network, and additional payment options for those hit the hardest, all while continuing to service customer claims as well. But this is the time to go above and beyond. These are a few ways we're keeping the Farm Bureau promise. To learn more, talk to your agent or visit us online. Go with the home team.
1: We are about to have a fire and cook some sausage. A country-pleasing sausage is outstanding whether you cook it over a fire or in the house. Cook some of this right here. It's green onion flavor, you see that? But this right here is my favorite. The maple flavor. And this is great for breakfast. It's awesome cooking it in the house because it makes the whole house smell good. Oh yeah. Let's eat country-pleasing sausage, the best hands down. If you go to countrypleasing.com, you can actually order this and deliver it to your house. Country Pleasing Sausage, hands down, the best. Trust me. Divinity Equipment, Spring Ridge Road in Jackson, Highway 51 in Madison. Hey, y'all, let me tell you a little bit about C Spire. New stuff in 2021, including 5G coverage. If you go to their website right now, cspire.com, you're going to see their no bull, which by the way, I love the Super Bowl ad with the slow motion bull. You're going to see that on the website. But look, they are right. There's been a lot of bull over the years in your wireless bill, depending on if you know who you were with and my experience with C Spire is just like they say, there's no bull. I know what it's going to cost me each month. I know what my coverage is. is the number one coverage in Mississippi, period, the number one network. And they've got 5G phones that are 5G ready. Now, I have the new iPhone 12 Pro Max. Got it at C Spire. Went and did curbside at my local C Spire Location and did the exchange where I traded in my old one, got the new one, and it's 5G capable. And we've got 5G coverage in parts of Mississippi, and it's just growing by the day. So you really ought to check that out. Okay. And in terms of the new phones, you got deals going on on those as well. Find those out at cspire.com. Cspire, customer inspired. After
8: these messages, we'll be
1: right back. Genes do come true. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you. Let's dive in and see what we have here. Do what I did. Visit BlueDeltaJeans.com. Find your fit. Design a jean. And before you know it, you'll be addicted. Just for my listeners, enter discount code MATTWYATT, all lowercase, uh, BlueDeltaJeans.com. I just entered, you know, what I knew about myself. Well, I just answered the questions, and here they are. Nice. Yeah, Blue Delta. Just answered the questions, and they fit absolutely perfectly. They couldn't fit better. So just go online, BlueDeltaJeans.com, answer the questions, use this code. Use the code, you're going to get a discount. They are the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn, and I know that you. Are gonna love them
8: too. Time. 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 It's time
0: to get back to the Matt Wyatt Show. Live in the
8: studio
0: online at the Zone1059.com and on your radio at ESPN 105.9 the Zone.
1: Alright, back with you. Let's start our number two, shall we? Get on in here. Lots of folks on the live stream today. Hey to y'all on YouTube and on Periscope and on Facebook. I'll Get to some of your comments there. Alan was in sync with me. We had the preview, the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. We talked Notre Dame, and he was with me, chanting "Rudy, Rudy, Rudy." I mean, I'm being dead serious when I say, name a football movie that you would rather watch than Rudy. See, now I worded it carefully. I didn't say what's the best one. I didn't even say what's your favorite. I'm just saying, name a football movie that you would rather watch than Rudy. Well. Everybody would like to watch Rudy. It's a great movie, in my opinion. Oh, well, man, it's a fake story. He made half of it. Okay, fine. I don't care. Half the movies you watch, are half of them are made up. If not completely, it's a big deal. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? So more of your comments coming up. Woodrow said the one that he would rather watch than Rudy is The Replacements. You know, sadly, I do not think I've ever seen that movie. I don't think I've ever seen it. I'm going to have to check it out. Woodrow texted me. Y'all can do that, too. Text me on the country, please, and text line. 885-3776. 885-3776 or 885-ESPN. That's easy to remember, right? Those letters? Just text it. Type it in. 885-ESPN. Type up your message and then hit send, and I'll get it. Here on the country, please, and text line. Country, please, and sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the southeast. Let's see. Real C. What did he say? Real C. said that he sent me a shout-out during the Clinton Ocean Springs game. Nice. Nice. Thanks. Appreciate it. What did it say? Was it good, bad, complimentary, derogatory? Either way, I mean, just as long as it's pronounced correctly, I'm okay with it. <laughs> No, I'll tell you, real C, man, I I didn't watch all that game, but I watched some of it, and I found myself wishing I had gone down there for it. Heck of a competitive game, and I know it didn't go Clinton's way, but I'll tell you now, Clinton looks like a good football team to me, and because you have a real legitimate playoff in high school football, you don't have to play your best football right now. Now, it all adds up, playoff seating and spots and hosts and knots and all that. I get it. I understand, but I'm saying you still, you just got to play your best at the right time. And, you know, within your division, you got to play your best. But that was a deal the other night where, heck, man, even though it's a double OT loss, both that looked like two good football teams to me. And their kid can throw it. I was texting around and somebody said, yeah, he's a big 6'2 kid. He's a Southern Miss baseball commitment. Well, he looks like an athlete. He can run, throw it. And if I'm remembering correctly, we'll see, what, his first, that, that interception early in the game, that wasn't on the QB. Receiver's got to catch that ball. It's a slant, a little high, lets it go right through his hands, tips it to the – but Clinton looks good, and they're going to be good. Um, my message to them would be don't let that knock you off balance right there. Go all the way to Ocean Springs, go to double OT. They're going to be okay. They really are. I enjoyed watching it. It's two pretty good football teams. Uh for sure. Hey, speaking of high school football, and I mentioned I'm back. Hey, Bill. Hey, Bill, quick question. Did you catch any of that Nebraska game on TV at all? Did you flip uh, it over? There? No, I did not. Didn't? Well, it was on Fox, okay? So and I'm I'm guessing here maybe that's a maybe it's a Big Ten thing that was on Fox. Wasn't it on Fox? Yeah, it was on Fox. Yeah, so I flip it over there. I start watching it now because during a normal football season, you know, all the the SEC is connected to ESPN, tied at the hip, and it is a big financial win, okay, for the SEC, and we get it one hundred percent. Get it, and uh, ESPN does a lot of good things, but let me tell you. The the whole broadcast, the whole package on Fox is better in every way than currently what ESPN offers on your TV screen. It's true. From their pregame and their people and their analysts to their studio, to their content. Fox's pre -pre pregame show, their version of game day is so professional and and substantive. Look that one up, and then you get into the game, and you can tell from the producers, the way they've, you know, kind of coached and are coercing the broadcast forward. Producers, directors in the truck, the production truck, to the graphics, to the sound, to the way the broadcast is handled in the booth because of the producer director. To when they, you know, break in from the studio for this update or the halftime. I honestly was knocked back a little bit by just how good it is on Fox because I've been watching ESPN all these years, and so many more of the games are on ESPN. But, y'all, I'm telling you, they not only have the fo- the quality of the Fox college football broadcast from the minute the pre-pregame comes on to the minute the postgame goes off start to finish the quality of the Fox broadcast, they've not only passed ESPN, they have left them in the dust. It ain't even close. It had me thinking, man, I wish they would do SEC games. This is so much better. But it's just one man's opinion, that's all it is. The Fox is better. I know it. I know, Jeff. I know it says that my text line <laughs> is 885, my country-pleasing text lines is 885 ESPNs because, you know, we have been an ESPN station forever. I'm just calling it like it is. And uh, let me tell you something else ESPN did. Bill, you got to hear this. Everybody, listen up. This is not made up. This happened. This past weekend, this happened. You had a jam-packed weekend of high school football broadcasts live on the ESPN networks, including here locally. MRA Madison Ridgeland Academy hosted a team from Tennessee. The team from Oakland, Tennessee, comes in there and went one. And you know, MRA ran the ball okay, actually better than okay at times. But any passing situation, they laid that Oakland team laid their ears back won the line of scrimmage and absolutely harassed the the young quarterback for MRA. And that kid's going to be good. He's just a sophomore, he throws it well. That kid's going to be good for it's over with. But man, anytime he had to throw the ball, it was just like jailbreak. They couldn't block him in a pass rush scenario. And there's your ball game right there. But uh anyway, so that was one of the high school games. Well, this one on, I think, was Sunday. IMG Academy versus a school called Bishop Sycamore. All right, Bishop Sycamore. Now, this is reported by Football Scoop. I want you to hear what it says. Okay, the headline is, A Possibly Fake High School Apparently Duped Its Way Into Playing on ESPN. (laughs) Listen it's a they call themselves an online only prep school They played on ESPN national television on Sunday That's after they played a game on Friday night They called it the Hall of Fame Classic. They played this game at the Hall of Fame Stadium, the same place that the Cowboys and Steelers played to start the NFL preseason in the Hall of Fame game. Canton, Ohio, at the Hall of Fame Stadium. Okay? Defending national champion, IMG Academy, which we know what that is. It's a football factory. It's not a real school. It's just not, but it's a football factory. Okay? More power to them but IMG against this team called Bishop Sycamore. It's a high school that, for all intents and purposes, does not really exist. During the broadcast, ESPN seemed just as confused as the rest of us. And said so, the announcers vamped their way through a game that was not at all the one they thought they were getting. Their final score was 56-6. to Okay? The same announcers, which included Tom Luganville, the same announcers that called the MRA game called this one. They're doing it remotely. They didn't go to the stadium. They're doing it from home. There are clips out there of these guys going, during the broadcast, This is this is, this is so bad. This is not even fair. This has become a safety issue. <laughs> they had been told, they came out on live television on ESPN and said, look, let me just tell you all, if you're watching this, they've told us that they have recruits and, and some on their team. We've not been able to confirm any of that at this point. They lied about having recruits. They played a game on Friday. They're playing on TV on Sunday. They're getting killed. They're not even supposed to be on the same field. With IMG, here's the uh, quote from Anish Shroff, who was the play-by-play announcer. Did the MRA game also. Quote, Bishop Sycamore told us they had a number of Division I prospects on their roster. To be frank, a lot of that we could not verify. I've watched a clip of them saying it. Now, the story says the obvious question here is why would ESPN put a team on its air that it knew so little about? More on that in just a bit. I'll see if I come back around to that. There's a marketing group that's based out of somewhere that handled all this stuff for ESPN. In order to cover the MRA game, I had to put in a request, and they fed me a line of bull, and I don't think too highly of them, to be honest with you. So I wanted up not covering the MRA game. How about this? Bishop Sycamore, this team. Played on Friday night. They turned back around and played on Sunday. A team from McKees Rocks, Pennsylvania, beat Bishop Sycamore on Friday night, 19 to 7. Okay, it happened. There's video proof of it. After losing, <laughs> I said 56 to 6. It was 58 to nothing. After losing in Pennsylvania on Friday, they turned around and played IMG. On Sunday, a national television got beat 58 to nothing. There's more. You can't find anything about this school hardly on the Internet. You go to their website. It's called bishopsycamore.org. It's basically a blog. It's what it is. If you go to that website and you click about us, there ain't nothing there. <laughs> it's blank. Oh, but there's more. There's more. They play players who are no longer in high school. There is a report out here on uh, from another media source that weighed in on this that says, "Oh, by the way, check this out." The Bishop Sycamore quarterback, you know, and it says on his profile he's a this, that, and the other three-star recruit, whatever. Turns out when you look him up. He's an unrecruited zero-star recruit who graduated last year. <laughs> he ain't even high school anymore. Can't be. <laughs> um, and ESPN put them on national television in a fifty-eight to nothing loss. Took everything they said and bought it hook, line, and sinker. sinker matched them up against IMG, the football factory in this country. How does that even happen? Well, they told us they had multiple Division I recruits. We can't verify that. Hey, here's an idea. Why don't you verify it before kickoff? What are you doing? Now, here's the part I was going to get to here. The entire slate of games was apparently arranged by Paragon Marketing Group. Paragon works with ESPN programming to select the top regular season football and basketball games in the country, typically airing around 25 games nationally. We coordinate the schedules, sell and integrate sponsorships, and manage event logistics on site. Well, let me tell you a story. So I went Friday night to Vicksburg to the Red Carpet Bowl. Last year, I did a series of... You know, call them what you want. Call them filmic, uh, sort of cinematic, little bitty, short, but documentary-style pieces, just highlighting what it's like at high school football games around the South. From larger schools to even to real small schools and small communities, and how cool it is, how neat and intimate, how it's just nothing like high school football. Called it Hometown Heroes, and it was very well received last year. So we're going to do it this year. Uh, I was sick two Fridays ago and didn't get to go to Pillow Academy like I wanted to. So this was the first one. Friday night, I went to the Red Carpet Bowl. And that video will be out tonight on my YouTube channel, on Facebook, and I'll put it out there on all social media. Last year, one of the schools we covered for Hometown Heroes was MRA. Uh, I coordinated with them and went and filmed. They, it was the MRA Jackson Prep game. It was an awesome experience. And MRA won the game at prep. They were great, too. And just a great night and great fans and atmosphere and everything. They let me film it all, and I did the edit. And even prior to this game with MRA hosting Oakland, it's going to be on ESPN, they even, ESPN through the school, requested some of the video that I shot last year. I was like, sure, have it. Take it. You know, it's just, you know, feel free. It's not, I may have shot it, but it's their school. They can do whatever they want to. It belongs to them. So I thought, well, I'm going to be in Vicksburg Friday. I will also go to MRA on Saturday and make a hometown heroes video on MRA versus Oakland, Tennessee. But it being an ESPN broadcast, I had to go through Paragon Marketing Group, the same one who arranged this bogus game with a school that doesn't even exist. I had to go through Paragon Marketing Group. Uh, I emailed the the contact and said. Here's who I am, here's what I do, here's what I want to do, here's what I did last year as an example. And was told, I guess in a nice enough way, well, you, Matt, could go and you could film anything outside the game or before the game or after the game, but because this is ESPN, you can't film game highlights during the game. You can't film during the game. So, okay, well, then... I just can't do it because for my purpose, i got to be able to get some game highlights. I'll just find another MRA game to go to this year. And then I turn on TV, and I'm watching on Saturday, and what do I see? The sideline is lined with video cameras from local news stations to who knows who else, all shooting highlights of the game. I think if you ever needed an example Uh, uh, Another recent example of the fact that ESPN, part of its – is de-evolution a word? It's devolved. Part of its backslidden nature, just as a company and as a whole, could be illustrated by how the – it's become – it's not only that the bottom line matters most. It's just that now it's become to the point where apparently – the bottom line is the only thing that is paid attention to. For Because for ESPN, we're going to do high school football. We're going to sell it. We're going to partner with this Paragon Marketing Group. Nothing else matters. Fake team? Fine. Who's that team? I don't know. Put them on a the schedule. Y'all want to come play? Sure. Did you look at their website? Nah. Mm-mm. Why would we do that? Put them on the field. Who cares? Just put something on TV. Don't care who it is fake teams, sure kids are 19 20 years old graduated high school two three years ago sure play them i don't care put them on tv <laughs> what a flipping joke it has become what a joke what did we say earlier you say anything you want long you say bless their heart bless their hearts Mm, 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 bless their hearts. All right, country-pleasing text line, country-pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the southeast. My name texter says, remember the Titans over Rudy. Okay. All right, then. Uh, Colby said that the one that he would rather watch than Rudy is facing the Giants. See, I don't think I ever watched that. i got to go watch it. Norman, Coffee, Norman, pointing out that Friday night's Pontiac versus Shannon game had five lead changes, (laughs) and Pontiac won in the final play of the game 33-32. Wow. And that was at Shannon, right? How about that? Jeff Carter, former Ole Miss uh, defensive back in the late 80s, Might, might have been early 90s. He's the head coach there at Pontotoc, doing a really nice job. Fletcher. Remember the Titans, quote, run it up, Herman, leave no doubt. <laughs> that's it. Jared says uh, that he has not seen Rudy. How about that? He said, I don't know why or how, but I like Remember the Titans. See, that's like me. I mean, there's prominent football movies I haven't seen either. I've seen all the baseball movies. Why is that? B-Dog 2 says that uh, the better football movie is Newt Rockney All-American from 1940 with uh, Ronald Reagan Win one for the Gipper. Bill, that's the movie you referenced earlier. Yes, sir. So you give it to... Canute th- Rockney. <laughs> it's Canute Rockney, y'all. You give it two thumbs up?
2: Oh, yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. Of course,
1: Ronald Reagan played the Gipper. You know. Yeah. MSU 1980 texted the show. Matt, I forgot the MR ga- MRA game was on TV until halfway through it. When I started watching it, the guys covering it, talked about everything but the game. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it was all about recruits. And then it, and all about previewing the college games. They, just get, they get so much wrong. It's The one thing they get right is distribution and making games available. And I appreciate that. I'd rather have a game on my TV that I can mute but still watch than to have no game at all. And for that, I'm thankful for ESPN. But outside of just putting something on TV, they just frankly couldn't do a worse job. In just about every way. But I think right now there's little to no competition, so it doesn't matter. But that could be changing over the years. It almost makes me wish that uh, the SEC could tie themselves at the hip with somebody else. But hey, we'll take the check, I guess. All right, stick around.
8: After these messages, we'll be right back. Better buy, better buy, <laughs> better buy, better buy, better buy, better buy.
11: Yes, always look for this bird's eye bird, your guarantee of top quality frozen food. And your big bird's eye buy this week is bird's eye orange juice. Easy, you can serve it in a minute. Thrifty, it will save you money. Orchard, fresh and delicious.
8: Better buy bird's eye. Better buy, better buy, better buy bird's
7: eye. Now, if you know your oats, and want to feel your oats, and taste how good an oat cereal can be, Well, you go for Cheerios. Great way to start the day with really great eating. That's Cheerios, one of the few foods made from oats. The tasty cereal grain everyone should have at breakfast. Crisp and golden as only a toasted oat cereal can be. And nourishing? Why, a Cheerios breakfast gives you the power protein that grown-ups need to help stay in trim and youngsters need to grow on. Toasted Oat goodness, toasted oat flavor, a delicious power breakfast. That's Cheerios!
12: Let me tell you about an ice cream can't be beat.
7: The very best tasting you can eat.
12: It's meadow, 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 smooth, freeze meadow gold. Go to your ice cream man today and here's the word that you should say. Oh, give me meadow, 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 smooth, freeze meadow gold. And remember, folks, meadow
7: gold is mighty good. For double enjoyment, reach for beechnut nut peppermint gum. It sparkles your smile, your breath, your whole sense of enjoyment. Beechnut nut peppermint in the familiar yellow pack.
8: Six o'clock, dinner time. Thank goodness for Jell-O Instant Pudding.
7: Yes, thank goodness for Jell-O Instant Pudding. The terrific busy day dessert you can make at the very last minute. See how quick and easy. Just add it to cold milk and beat it up. That's all. By the time you're ready to eat it, it's all ready for you. Jello Instant Pudding, made by the famous Jello folks. So creamy, so nourishing, so delicious. No other instant pudding is quite the same. Stock your shelves with all seven flavors. The good, good, busy day dessert. Jello Instant Pudding.
0: At ESPN 1059 Zone. Now to get back to our little talk. Right here on The Matt Wyatt Show.
1: Rolling along with you here on this Monday. Alan was asking about the uh, Ocean Springs and Clinton game from Thursday night. He said, Does Ocean Springs have legit D1 players in their lineup? You know, I don't know. I don't know, Alan. Um, Not familiar. On a recruiting front. I just know I watched it. I texted a buddy of mine who's on the coast and said, Hey, I like this quarterback for Ocean Springs. And he's like, Yeah, he's six two kid, who's a baseball recruit for Southern Miss. So you could tell he's an athlete. You know, he run, throw, very natural thrower. Look pretty good to me. Look pretty, pretty good. So there you go. That's all I got on that. <laughs> Ain't much analysis, is it? Yeah. Uh, Rick was telling me on Facebook that in regards, he said, most of the ones filming from the sideline probably didn't ask permission, just taking a chance of not getting caught. Nothing was probably said to them. And maybe that's true. Yeah, I, I'm sure that's true, Rick. And it's not a big deal, really. And it's not at all. There's lots of games to go to and I'll have a chance to do that. I, I really enjoyed getting back out and with the cameras at the red carpet bowl on Friday night and. It was fun. Four teams, one field, one night, opening night, two games, lots of fans, good hamburgers, uh, and a beautiful night when it was all said and done. Hey, and Bill, I know you spent some time in Vicksburg. This is something I didn't realize. I mean, it makes sense. I just didn't realize it without seeing it. So have you ever been to Vicksburg High School, Bill? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you know how like the school's up on the hill. Mm Mm-hmm. And the field is down below down there, kind of in the okay. bottom. Well, I needed a a drone shot, and I thought, well, the best thing to do is, one, get away from the cars and the crowd. I don't want my drone over to the crowd of people. I'm going to go up the hill back up there because nobody's using the parking lot up beside the school, way back up the hill. So if I could describe it, you, you've seen it, so you know what I'm talking about. Like, mm-hmm. I, I launched the drone from the hill up by the school facing down towards where the field is right that's where i launched it it's facing then to the west and man, once you get it up then i realize how close that school and everything is to the river (laughs) it's like when you're downtown the river's right there it's present you can see it we know it's close it's like you get away from it and you're winding around through vicksburg on confederate avenue and And then it takes you in there, and then you go back around where the high school is. You kind of forget your proximity. There's something about it it tells your brain that you've moved away from the river. I don't know. You're up
2: on a bluff right there. That's a bluff.
1: You're on a bluff. And man, you are not... That football field at Vicksburg High School is not far from the river at all. No. And you could really see it once you got it up in the air. It was a pretty neat perspective. And the history of that event's pretty cool, too. So it goes back to to the early sixties, had had a player, a local player who had gotten paralyzed playing football and needed financial help. So the leaders in the community, you know, I guess at the time Vicksburg, they call themselves a red carpet city. So they formed this committee of leaders called it the red carpet bowl. We're going to have a football game. We're going to raise money with this game and the money's going to go to benefit this player. And that's how it all got started. And years later, it grew and grew and changed. And now it's both local schools, um, play, each playing an opponent on the same day in the same stadium to open the season. They rotate who hosted each year. And now the proceeds are going to provide scholarships for local students to go to college. So that's um, a really neat thing. Neat way to start the year. Uh let me hit a couple of texts and then we'll we'll jump back into the countdown real quick. Um Scott texted me and he said, Hey, how's the weather up there? Man, Scott, it's just like misty drizzle. The winds I'm in North Mississippi, y'all, and the wind's not really blowing. Looking out there right now. It still is all get out, and just barely misting. I guess all our stuff's gonna come in tonight. It ain't that bad right now, right here. I'm sure it'll get worse, but it's 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 not that bad. Um Anthony from Tupelo says, The play that ended the Pontotoc-Shannon game was an absolute rope from the quarterback to the receiver. A really good win for the Warriors. Hey, Anthony, I need to look it up. Seems like the quarterback is Coach Carter's son, right? Talking about Jeff Carter at uh, Pontotoc. Isn't that his son? I think they've got uh, also John Darnell, former Ole Miss quarterback, helping coach him. There at Pontiac too. I think I, I think he told me that. I wouldn't be surprised. So Shannon's head coach is also Coach Carter, Daryl Carter. Pontiac's head coach is Jeff Carter. There you go. Okay, we did team number seven earlier on the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. Now it's time for team number six. One
0: hundred teams.
1: 100 teams in 100 days, we are sprinting to the finish line. Today is team number six. Team number six on the countdown from the SEC. That's a dead giveaway right there if that's how your fight song starts. Goodbye to Texas University Temporarily That's what it should say in the Texas A&M fight song Yeah, so Texas A&M The fourth year for Jimbo Fisher Coming up There in College Station And so it's about time for him to Make a little jump He's in a tougher league than he was in before They went 9-1 last year, six back on offense, nine on defense, replacing a quarterback. Uh, they beat North Carolina in that Orange Bowl, 41-27. Devon Chain, remember that name, freshman running back, went off. He's a fast one. He's a fast one. Last year, A&M beat Mississippi State 28-14 in Starkville. They didn't get to play Ole Miss. Ole Miss had to opt out of it because of COVID. Haynes King, ain't that the guy? Yeah, Haynes King is a new starting quarterback for A&M. He threw four passes last year, completed two of them, and one went for a touch. What about some famous alums for the Aggies, Bill? You know any? Well, we got Lyle Lovett. Oh, that's big got time.
2: Stand-up hair there. <laughs> uh, Johnny Manziel, of course.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, Jerry right. Kubiak. Okay. Von Miller. Right.
2: Martellus Bennett, uh, DeAndre Jordan, Rip Torn, the actor. Oh, yeah. yeah what's cool uh, Chuck Noblock. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray Childress. Yep. Shane Letchler. Okay. Um, Mike Evans, Michael Bennett, uh, Chris Middleton, Davy Johnson, baseball. Wow, I
1: playing. did not yeah. know that.
2: Yeah, he there. Mark Mosley. Uh, Dante Hall, Ty Warren, T. Boone Pickens, the man who uh-huh. built that stadium. <laughs> well, <laughs> the he's end. the one.
1: T. Boone Ooh. built the one for Oklahoma State.
2: Yeah, that's right. He built that stadium up there with Oklahoma State, man. That's some, some kind of place. T. Bo- you know, he was an oil Yeah, player. right. Uh, Alex Caruso, uh, A.C. Law, uh, Law, rather. Uh,
1: uh-huh.
2: Wally Moon, baseball player. Yeah. Way back. Yeah. Uh, Kellen Mond, Ryan Tannehill, Robert Williams, Miles Garnett. Or Garrett. Right? Garrett. Not yeah. It. I can't even read my home name right now. Uh, Dan Campbell, uh, Cameron Champ, golf player, and also AJ Minter.
1: Okay. That's quite a list. I had no idea that Chuck Knoblock played there at AADM. I didn't know. Well, he went that. to school there. Yeah, went to school there. Probably played there too. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure he did. He was a great player for the Twins. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, he was an all star for the Twins. Yeah, Haynes King, 6'3, 200, played in a couple of games. Uh, so he's he's brand new. Here's the other thing about A and know y'all. There has been a lot of speculation. We go okay, fourth year for Jimbo Fisher. Um, they've had now multiple recruiting recruiting classes finishing the top five. That'll be loaded, and they are, and they're they're good. He'll have a good football team. But I tell you something. I think it's a a, a tad bit more of a question mark than some might realize. When you go from Basically, you know, a fifth year starting quarterback in Kellen Mond. That's what they had last year. To now a freshman in Haynes King. He's gonna go through and handle it all himself. And he's thrown a grand total of two passes in his college career. Um here's the other thing. They had a really good offensive line the last couple three years, really good up front. And they've got an excellent tight end, by the way, too, who I think's you know, bound to be an NFLer. But here's what I was going to point out. I was looking at this. They're not nearly as experienced coming back on their offensive line this year as they have been the last couple of years. Uh, one guy who's slated to start for them as a transfer from Tennessee, and he's played a good bit for Tennessee, but, you know, not for A&M. Uh, they got a freshman up there slated to start on the offensive line who played in all of one game last year. Uh, Their center, guy who's probably going to be their starting center, Luke Matthews, hasn't played since 2019. He was out for the year last year with an injury. So I think there's a few more question marks for A&M offensively than a lot of people realize. I mean, Weidemeyer, the tight end, we know what you have there. He's a future NFL guy, I think. Spiller, a returning 1,000-yard rusher. But how are they going to be up front, especially early in the year? They start off with Kent State this Saturday. And then play Colorado, then New Mexico, and they play Arkansas at the end of September. So they don't play the Alabamas and the like until later in the year. Maybe that helps them. All right, we'll hit another team when we come back. Stick around.
6: After these messages, we'll be right back.
10: For
7: double enjoyment, reach for Beach not Peppermint Gum. It sparkles your smile, your breath, your whole sense of enjoyment. Beech nut peppermint in the familiar yellow pack.
1: Jeans do come true. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world. Let's dive in and see what we have here. Do what I did. Visit BlueDeltaJeans.com find your fit just for my listeners enter discount code matt wyatt just answer the questions Bluedeltajeans.com. answer the questions use this code use the code you're going to get a discount they are the most comfortable jeans i've ever worn
5: Farm Bureau Insurance stands ready to provide financial relief to our communities in this time of crisis. This includes a one-time credit to all personal auto policyholders, a donation of $500,000 to the Mississippi Food Network, and additional payment options for those hit the hardest. All while continuing to service customer claims as well. But this is the time to go above and beyond. These are a few ways we're keeping the Farm Bureau promise. To learn more, talk to your agent or visit us online go with the home team
1: hey y'all let me tell you a little bit about c spire new stuff in 2021 including 5g coverage if you go to their website right now cspire.com you're going to see their no bull which by the way i love the super bowl ad with the slow motion bull you're going to see that on the website but look they're right there's been a lot of bull over the years in your wireless bill, depending on if, you know who you were with. And my experience with CSpire is just like they say: there's no bull. I know what it's going to cost me each month. I know what my coverage is. is the number one coverage in Mississippi. Period. The number one network. And they've got 5G phones that are 5G ready. Now, I have the new iPhone 12 Pro Max. Got it at C Spire. Went and did curbside at my local C Spire location and did the exchange where I traded in my old one and got the new one. And it's 5G capable. And we've got 5G coverage in parts of Mississippi and it's just growing by the day. So you really ought to check that out. Okay. And in terms of the new phones, you got deals going on on those as well. Find those out at cspire.com. C Spire, customer.
9: Inspired. After
8: these messages, will be right
9: back. Every farmer understands their farm can't thrive without some good partners, like sun, soil, and rain. And farmers in North Mississippi also rely on another important partner, Mississippi Land Bank, because land and farm financing are Mississippi Land Bank's primary focus. We've grown alongside these farmers' crops for more than 100 years. We understand what a farmer needs, and we know the lay of the land in North Mississippi. And that's
10: where I stand. A lot of people in the equipment world, you know, things kind of go in trends, I guess, if you want to say it. Um, So kind of the first big thing uh, that we look at when we start evaluating our business is going to be our turf equipment. That's kind of the first big push because once the... You know once everything the water dries up and the grass starts growing this is what everybody's looking to get uh, we carry the new wright stand-up mower doesn't look like much but this thing is and it costs just as much as zero turn it's not a cheap unit at all i mean if you go out there and look at that zero turn this thing right here i mean it's got all your components from your big pumps to your commercial engine to your large steel deck um and these guys were the first ones to make the standard mower <laughs>
8: Better buy, better buy, better
10: buy, bird's eye. Yes, always look for this
11: bird's eye bird. Your guarantee of top quality frozen food. And your big bird's eye buy this week is bird's eye.
0: Guy who's not bald. He's just taller than his hair is.
8: Nice hair. It's <laughs> a Matt Wyatt Z-
0: show on 105.9 The Zone and worldwide online at the Zone. 1059.com.
1: All right, here we go. Rolling along, moving forward with you. Monday, Monday, Monday. Yeah, I was reminded next Monday is Labor Day. We'll probably be on with you though, because we'll be coming back in and be the first show after the first full weekend of games, even though it's Labor Day and you guys can take the day off. We just going to here and talk with you and do a little sports. We'll probably do that Monday. Be on, Rebels,
2: maybe. Rebels playing that night, like you mentioned.
1: Yeah, be that's right. Reviewing one game and previewing the other. Um, So we'll probably be on Monday. Maybe take a different day off. Some, something along those lines. How about this? We talked A and a minute ago. Fletcher texts me on the country pleasing text line. Country pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the southeast. Walk up in there and say, "Country pleasing, please." Fletcher says Texas A and M is eight and four, nine and three at best. You know their their September schedule. Not that hard. I don't know nine and eight and four nine and three. I mean, look, they're they're going to have a good football team. It's just it's not it's not every program that can go into a year. You you know, with the combination of we got to break in a few new guys on the offensive front. Along with a freshman quarterback who's basically not played in his career. Now he won the starting job for a reason, but I don't know. Could be a little up and down for them. Talented? Sure. Fun to watch? Yeah, I bet. Consistent? Eh. That'll probably be tough. Coffee Norman told me that wasn't Coach it was not Coach Carter's son at quarterback for Pontock. Oh yeah, the offense coordinator, coach Corey Armstrong's son, Connor Armstrong. What's well, a good name for a kid with a strong arm, isn't it? Corey uh, was a walk-on teammate of ours at Mississippi State in the late nineties. I know Corey. Sure, do I hadn't seen him in a long time, but I am pretty sure that's him. Pretty sure that's him. All right. Uh, something I haven't done. We'll do it. We got plenty of time with you. We'll be on with you here today for the full three hours up until uh, three. If you're listening live in the middle of the day, a uh, chance to preview and take a, a look ahead. So Thursday night, I know Tennessee plays Thursday night. You have some other games. Seems like you have some Friday games too, college games. I'll look at those. And then just a quick, you know, glance at the schedule of who's on when coming up on Saturday. NFL stuff. They're off this week and don't start till next week. Right, And the kickoff will be a week from this Thursday. It'll be the ninth when the Cowboys and Brady and the Bucks play down in Tampa. So that's going to be good and interesting once that starts. We're just another week from that. All right, so let's do it. Uh, our final team, we're doing three teams today on the countdown. Today our final team is number five on the countdown the of 100 on teams. Countdown.
0: 100
1: teams. 100 teams. All right, so we're at number five. Five days from the fourth. Team number five in the countdown is... The Georgia Bulldogs. Yep. So... Kirby Smart going into his sixth year as the head coach. My goodness, seems like he's been there longer than that. Eight starters back, including JT Daniels at quarterback, but only five starters back on defense. But they are loaded with four- and five-star recruits. I don't know that anybody in the country has loaded up more four- and five-star elite athletes on their roster than Georgia, other than Alabama, over the last uh, several years. Of course, they beat... Cincinnati and at Peach Bowl last year, 24 21. It was a good ballgame. Go, 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 go. So they were 8 and 2 last year at Georgia. Uh, their eight wins at Arkansas, at home against Auburn, home against Tennessee, at Kentucky, home against Mississippi State, and then at Carolina and at Missouri. Their losses we're at Alabama, 41-24, and at home against, well, home. They were the home team, I guess, in uh, the neutral site game against Florida, and that was a 44-28 to loss. So close wins over state, close win over, uh, say a touchdown win over state, a touchdown win over Cincinnati, blowout of Tennessee, blowout of Arkansas, blowout of Auburn, blowout South Carolina, blowout Missouri. And then the losses were both blowouts as well. So they were, you know, inconsistent also. JT Daniels is back. He went for 1,200 yards, 10 touchdowns, only two picks. And that was only in 119 attempts. You know, he played, what, four or five games into the year or maybe later than that when he when he came in and, and took over. And, of course, this Saturday night it's a big one when they're going to play Clemson up in Charlotte. Neutral site deal starting the season, Georgia versus Clemson. And that may be one of the biggest and best matchups of the entire weekend. They'll host UAB in week two. They'll host South Carolina week three. The last week of September, they will go to Vanderbilt. The month of October for Georgia is hosting Arkansas, traveling to Auburn, hosting Kentucky. They get an open date before the cocktail party on October 30th against Florida in Jacksonville. And then the closing stretch for Georgia in November, it's just easy. Host Missouri go to Tennessee, host Charleston Southern and go to Georgia Tech. Georgia doesn't have a great schedule. Uh in the back half of the year, it's just that it's so front-loaded with Clemson to start the year. The fact that, you know, a road trip to Auburn is and they don't host them. But it's not the it's not a terrible terrible schedule. And you know, if they beat Clemson in this opener on Saturday, then look out. Here comes UGA. What about famous Georgians? <laughs>
2: We're going to start out with Herschel Walker.
1: Oh yeah, it's a good place yeah. to start.
2: Yeah, He's running for Senate, you know, coming
1: up. Uh-huh.
2: Trying to get into politics. Uh, Ryan Seacrest. with school What? Hines,
1: I had Ryan. no yeah. idea.
2: Yeah. Just came out of nowhere, didn't he?
1: Yeah.
2: Uh Hines Ward, Matthew Stafford, Bubba Watson the golfer. Uh Terrell Davis, Fran Tarkington, Wayne Knight, you know him? No. Wayne Knight? No. Okay, Newman. Oh, really? Seinfeld, Wayne Knight. Yeah, He's also in, of course, the Jurassic Park movie. Okay. Uh, bill Goldberg, wrestler and actor. Uh, Deborah Norville, Deborah Roberts, folks from television. Bill Anderson, whispering, Bill. It's a country singer. <laughs> uh, Champ Bailey. Yep. Uh, Ernie Johnson, junior. What's school there? Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. A.J. Green, also Chip Carey with skill there. Okay. Will Muschamp, Kwame Brown, Harris English of Plagues Golf, also Kirby Smart, Russell Henley, also a golfer, uh, Jake Fromm, Nick, Nicholas Claxton, JT Daniels, Jacob Eason, and Nick Chubb. And I'm going to read a couple of quotes here and see if you can tell me who you think this guy might be. All right. Life is like a dog slave team. If you ain't the lead dog, the scene never change. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's I know who that is. That's Louis Grizzard.
2: Okay. Yeah, he also said it's difficult to think anything, anything uh, pleasant thought, thought, anything but pleasant thoughts while eating a homegrown tomato. <laughs> said, I don't think I don't think I'll ever get married again. I'll just find a woman I don't like and give her a house.
1: <laughs> that's it. Oh, Louis Grizzard.
2: I grew up in a very large family, a very small house, and never slept alone till I got married. <laughs>
1: Fantastic.
2: You can you can call a dog; he'll break his neck to get to you. Dogs just want to please. Call a cat, and his attitude is, "What's in it for me?" And he's right about that too. A lot of stuff. He's got some of the best albums. Oh yeah, he's yep.
1: he was great. A great storyteller. He was a fu- he was a funny guy. No doubt about it. Yep. Louis Grizzard. Louis Grizzard. Georgia alone. If you don't know about Louis Grizzard, look it up. Educate oh, yourself. Um, yeah, I didn't have great experiences playing. I had funny ones, but not great experiences playing against Georgia. Um, my redshirt freshman year, we played Georgia in Starkville. And I uh, got a sure enough, real deal concussion in that game, but continued to play because I thought you were supposed to. But when I got the concussion, I started seeing double and was just didn't really know where I was. And the next day on Sunday, watching that game in a film session, I was convinced that I had dreamed a bunch of those plays in my sleep, as a dream. But in 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 actuality, there they were on the film. I'm watching them, and it was a weird, 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 twenty four to forty eight hours after that game. Uh, in that same game, I got sacked by Kirby Smart. I sure did, and it was one of those like he's got my arm and he's pulling me down, and I'm trying to stay up, seeing like who am I going to get the rid of the ball to? Who am I going to get? And then eventually, he pulled me down to the ground. It wasn't like I got leveled, but yeah, I got sacked by Kirby Smart. And he said something to me like, you're supposed to throw hot right there. I said, how do you know what hot is? You play defense. <laughs> and he giggled and I giggled. And then um, in Georgia, at Georgia, uh, they, they whooped up on us pretty good that next year. I threw a pick six to Champ Bailey. Yeah, so I'm in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> I came back to the sideline. I sat on the bench. And the student section behind me were chanting this. They were going, Why it sucks! Why it sucks! <laughs> and my now brother in law started elbowing me in the ribs and giggling. I said, Man, it's not funny. Later, he went in the game and threw a pick six, came back, sat back down. They started going, Morgan sucks! <laughs> and I started gigging him. I said, How do you like it? Uh huh. How is it? <laughs> Get an earful. See, we can laugh about it now because, frankly, nobody cares. Karma. That's right. (laughs) Hour three coming up. Stick around.
6: Running. After these messages, will be right
7: back. For double enjoyment, reach for Beechnut Peppermint Gum. It sparkles your smile, your breath, your whole sense of enjoyment. Beechnut Peppermint in the familiar yellow pack.
1: Jeans do come true. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world. Let's dive in and see what we have here. Do what I did. Visit bluedeltajeans.com find your fit just for my listeners enter discount code matt wyatt just answer the questions bluedeltajeans.com answer the questions use this code use the code you're going to get a discount they are the most comfortable jeans i've ever
5: worn Farm Bureau Insurance stands ready to provide financial relief to our communities in this time of crisis. This includes a one-time credit to all personal auto policyholders, a donation of $500,000 to the Mississippi Food Network, and additional payment options for those hit the hardest. All while continuing to service customer claims as well. But this is the time to go above and beyond. These are a few ways we're keeping the Farm Bureau promise. To learn more, talk to your agent or visit us online go with the home team
1: hey y'all let me tell you a little bit about c spire new stuff in 2021 including 5g coverage if you go to their website right now cspire.com you're gonna see their no bull which by the way i love the super bowl ad with the slow motion bull you're gonna see that on the website but look they're right there's been a lot of bull over the years in your wireless bill, depending on if you know who you were with. And my experience with C Spire is just like they say, there's no bull. I know what it's gonna cost me each month. I know what my coverage is, is the number one coverage in Mississippi, period, the number one network. And they've got 5G phones that are 5G ready. Now, I have the new iPhone 12 Pro Max, got it at C Spire, went and did curbside at my local C Spire location and did the exchange where I traded in my old one and got the new one and it's 5G capable. And we've got 5G coverage in parts of Mississippi and it's just growing by the day. So you really ought to check that out. Okay. And in terms of the new phones, you got deals going on on those as well. Find those out at cspire.com, cspire customer. Inspired. After
9: these messages, will be right back. Every farmer understands their farm can't thrive without some good partners, like sun, soil, and rain. And farmers in North Mississippi also rely on another important partner, Mississippi Land Bank, because land and farm financing are Mississippi Land Bank's primary focus. We've grown alongside these farmers' crops for more than 100 years. We understand what a farmer needs, and we know the lay of the land in North Mississippi. And that's
10: where I stand. A lot of people in the equipment world, you know, things kind of go in trends, I guess, if you want to say it. Um, So kind of the first big thing uh, that we look at when we start evaluating our business is going to be our turf equipment. That's kind of the first big push, because once the, you know, once everything, the water dries up and the grass starts growing, this is what everybody's looking to get Uh, we carry the new Wright stand-up mower doesn't look like much but this thing is and it costs just as much as zero turn not a cheap unit at all i mean if you go out there and look at that zero turn this thing right here i mean it's got all your components from your big pumps to your commercial engine to your large steel deck um and these guys were the first ones to make the standard mower
8: Bitter bite, bitter
10: bite, bird's eye. Yes,
11: always look for this bird's eye bird, your guarantee of top quality frozen food. And your big bird's eye buy this week is bird's eye orange juice. Easy, you can serve it in a minute. Thrifty, it will save you money. Orchard, fresh and delicious. Better buy, bird's eye.
8: Better buy, better by better bird's
7: eye. Now, if you know your oats and want to feel your oats, and taste how good an oat cereal can be, well, you go for Cheerios. Great way to start the day with really great eating. That's Cheerios. One of the few foods made from oats. The tasty cereal grain everyone should have at breakfast. Crisp and golden as only a toasted oat cereal can be. And nourishing? Why, a Cheerios breakfast gives you the power protein that grown-ups need to help stay in trim. And youngsters need to grow on. Toasted oat goodness. Toasted oat flavor. A delicious power breakfast. That's Cheerios. W R K
0: S Dickens, Jackson. Live.
8: Live. In the studio. Live
0: and local. This is the Matt Wyatt Show. Talking about sports from around the world and right here at home. Streaming to you at TheZone1059.com and on your radio. On ESPN 105.9, The Zone. I'm going to fix a casserole.
1: Fix a the casserole, Mr. Bill. And everybody else, welcome into the Casserole Hour. I'm Matt. Hour three of the show in the Bureau, the Farm Bureau Insurance Studio. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go! With the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau Insurance. Across the great state of Mississippi. Your hometown heroes. That's your local Farm Bureau Insurance agents all across the state. In all 82 counties. Hour three presented by Overstreet Properties in Starkville. Stark Vegas, Starkville, however you prefer to say it, you know what I'm talking about, where the Bulldogs live. Anything residential, if you're moving to Starkville, if you need a condo there, if you need to lease an apartment there, anything, place to stay temporarily, permanently, building a home, investment property, any of that, that's where you want to go. Go to Overstreet Properties, see Kane Overstreet, get the contact info right there. There it goes. Overstreetproperties.com. Check that out. So, there's a lot to get into. Uh, one thing that we haven't done in a little while, and now that it's the week of, let me just remind you of the games you can watch. Shall I? Yes, I shall. So, let's see. It's going to actually start Wednesday night. Okay, you had a full weekend. Uh, you know, high school stuff. A few college games. Nebraska lost to Illinois. By the way, hats off. Congrats to Coach Bielema. Uh, Brett Bielema. 30-22 to win over Nebraska-Illinois is 1-0. And they won that game primarily out without their starting quarterback. Got hurt in the first quarter. They take the backup and go beat Nebraska. Fresno State. Hey, Bill, you'll get a kick out of this. Mm-hmm. So Fresno State. Hosted UConn and beat them 45 to nothing. And a buddy of mine texts me and he goes, does it make a lot of sense to fly 2,800 miles to lose 45 to nothing?
2: <laughs> not much.
1: <laughs> not much. It, uh, UCLA whooped up on Hawaii 44 to 10. UCLA looked better. Hawaii did not. UCLA at 1-0 oh now, and they're getting ready to host LSU this weekend. LSU is off-site. They had to leave Baton Rouge. They're hanging out in Houston, Texas, practicing at the Texan Stadium, NRG, getting ready to go play UCLA this week. So going will be an odd week for LSU. Still, LSU ought to go out there and win. It will be about some quarterback play. But UCLA may be competitive with them for a little while in that ball game. I will see. There's a couple others. But Wednesday night, you're going to get UAB versus Jacksonville State. That's two schools in Alabama. They're going to play uh, on a neutral site at Crampton Bowl in Montgomery. I played a bunch of high school games in Crampton Bowl in Montgomery, downtown Montgomery. They host a bowl game there now. See, uh, UAB, they're FBS in the Conference USA. Jacksonville State is FCS in the, what do they call that conference they're in? Is it the OVC? What's the conference they're in? I don't know, but anyway, it's a really good, Jacksonville State's a really good FCS program. And Bill Clark, the former Prattville High School coach, is a former Jacksonville State head coach. The one year that he coached there, they won or 11 or 12 games, whatever it was. So he's facing his former school, and I'm sure he arranged that. But that's really, you know, for me, for folks like me, that's a really interesting Wednesday night game to get to watch in week one. Ohio Valley Conference. Thank you very much, MSU Dog. Oh, 9 for that bit of info. Need all the help I can get. And then the Thursday night games. You're going to get uh, a game on Rocky Top, Bowling Green at Tennessee. Tennessee fans get their first look at uh, Joe Milton, the new starting quarterback. who transferred in from Michigan. All 6'4", 200, 240 pounds of him. Also on Thursday, a little earlier in the day on the Big Ten Network, you can watch Temple and Rutgers if you are a glutton for punishment. Even though it is week one. And then on uh, online you get the Citadel at Coastal Carolina Thursday night, which I think is much more interesting than you might realize. Uh, watch it online. Florida International hosting Long Island University on Thursday night. Then ESPN Thursday night, 6 o'clock. Boise State at UCF. Gus Malzahn's first game out of the chutes. Boise State's first game without Brian Harson as their head coach in many, many years. I don't know who replaced him. Any others? Let's see. This is Thursday night. Western Illinois at Ball State. Wagner at Buffalo. Weber State at Utah. Now, Utah's a top 25 team. Uh, South Florida at NC State. Um, Thursday night at 6.30, you get East Carolina at Appalachian State. UC Davis is at Tulsa. Okay, Thursday night, 7 o'clock on Fox. Again, if you want to watch what a, sure enough, television broadcast is supposed to look and sound like pregame, during the game, after the game, watch this one on Fox because they're doing it right. Fourth-ranked Ohio State at Minnesota. Um, UT Martin is at Western Kentucky on Thursday. Houston Baptist goes to New Mexico UNLV will host Eastern Washington. That's a really late kickoff, 9 p.m. Central. And then 9.30 Central on the Pac-12 Network Thursday night if you want to stay up. 25th-ranked Arizona State, fighting Herm Edwards, hosting Southern Utah. Friday games in college football this week. You got them. Friday at 5 on ESPN, it's 10th-ranked North Carolina at Virginia Tech. On the CBS Sports Network, Friday night at 6, it's Duke at Charlotte. The ACC Network Friday night is going to carry Wake Forest hosting Old Dominion. Flip it over to ESPN Plus. You can watch St. Francis at Eastern Michigan. South Dakota goes to Kansas. Uh, Friday night at 8 on ESPN. It's Michigan State at Northwestern. Friday night at 8 on the Pac-12 Network. It's Northern Colorado at Colorado. That'll be nice scenery out there for that broadcast. And then at 8 o'clock on FS1, it's Colorado State hosting South Dakota State. Now, that's without jumping ahead to those Saturday games. Any of those interesting? If you're tuning in, anything I ought to know about those? I certainly find them interesting. You know, just because, look, I get to watch a, an SEC team on Thursday night. Wednesday night, I get to watch some Alabama teams, UAB and Jacksonville State. Thursday night, you get to watch an SEC team. And then Friday night, you're getting some ranked teams. You get Ohio State on Friday night. You get Utah on Friday night. You get Gus Malzahn's debut at UCF on Thursday night. Wait, Ohio State's Thursday night. I misspoke, sorry. Ohio State's Thursday night. It's North Carolina. They're a top-ten team. They play on Friday night. So um, they're going to get it ramped up if you want to sit at home. Now, I won't be at home watching Friday games. Fridays are for high school football, and that's where I'll be. And I'm going to find one to go to up this way after going to the Red Carpet Bowl uh, this past week. Uh, let me see here. And this just popped up. Y'all may not have seen it. it looks like we've gotten... Yeah, here it is. Okay. So, some other conferences have done this. Y'all heard the rumors popping up last week that the SEC was going to have, like... Financial penalties may be added on to teams that have to forfeit their games this year. It's more or less a, a punishment for, you know, maybe having to cancel your game because of a COVID outbreak or something if you don't have enough vaccinated players. But I think what it really ties into is in a year where last year you lost all this revenue because of COVID. Not only ticket stuff, but you didn't play as many games. You lost your non-conference games and all this kind of stuff. And the league had to come in and dip into its reserve to to divvy out money to all the schools sort of as a cushion. It's like, you know what I'm saying? As a a little stimulus, if you will, for all the SEC schools on the revenue that they missed out on because of the COVID year. So if the league's going to do that, if we're going to give out money kind of we're going to make sure everybody's nose is above water here comfortably then what you can't do this year is come in here and have to cancel games (laughs) so if you do there's going to be a financial penalty that's kind of what this is all right so i see pete thamel brett mcmurphy others ross Dellinger reporting it as other conferences have done the sec announced that no contests are out and forfeits this season are in for teams that cannot play, which we kind of sort of knew that. Any direct financial loss on the part of the school that was able to play a canceled event may be submitted for consideration for reimbursement subject to approval from the SEC executive committee. So what the SEC did is instead of saying, if you cancel and you're the one with the outbreak, You get fined, you know, or you pay a penalty, or you fork up this amount. They're basically going, we're going to talk about all that stuff behind closed doors. You may find out, sure, maybe there's a public record, but we're not going to come out here ahead of time and say, here's the amount you pay if you cancel. We're not doing that. They've just basically said, if you can play and your opponent has to cancel, you can submit for consideration for reimbursement. Subject to approval from the SEC Executive Committee. And then they get to go in there and take a look at all the little details and figure those things out. So, you know, does it affect you as a fan? Not one bit. Not one iota. I'm talking about the the financial piece of this. Not one bit. Now, the cancellation, sure. Yeah, if it's your team, you don't get to watch them. If you bought tickets, you don't get to go. Yeah, I, I get that. But the potentially getting reimbursed or where the money comes from, and it, it didn't affect you at all. So, so rather than bloviate about that, I'll just move on. What is this? Somebody texted me about South Dakota State. <laughs> South Dakota State should easily handle Colorado State. What um, how long has Mike Bobo been gone? Two, three years or one year from Colorado State? He was their head coach, you know, had a health issue but then popped back up, was it last year At uh, or the last couple of years at South Carolina? On the staff for mustchamp there, Beamer comes in as the head coach and now Mike Bobo, the former Georgia quarterback, who was the head coach at Colorado State. Now he's the offensive coordinator at Auburn this year. Yeah. Denzel, he texted the show. He says, Matt, way off topic, but I saw a clip of your game-winning throw to Matt Butler in the 99 game to beat Auburn. Tell the truth. Did you think that the ball was going to be intercepted when you let it go? Uh, Yeah, I thought there was definitely a chance, and I couldn't really – you know, the way it happened, they sandwiched the football. So you think about it from my perspective. So I throw the ball ahead forward, and I see a defender and – from my vantage point on the field I see a defender for Auburn and Matt Butler our receiver run into each other with the ball in between them right like they smash into each other the balls in between them and and Matt who caught it falls down in the end zone like he comes down in the end zone but he's sort of behind the defender he's sort of just back there and there's all these bodies between me and him so I'm I'm trying to get up in the air. I'm jumping up trying to see did he catch it and and who's got the ball because all I saw was the ball disappear between two guys. And about that time, I hear the celebration from our fans. We were right in front of it, Jordan Hare, before I actually saw Matt show the football. I don't even know that he did ever put the ball up and show it or if he threw it down or what. Because you see the replay, he and uh, Kelvin Love start celebrating a, a little bit. But I'm over behind the lineman. I'm over on kind of one side. I'm jumping up in the air, trying to get a look where I can see where's the ball. I hear our fans. I see a couple of guys celebrating before I ever noticed the official had thrown his hands up. And, uh, yeah. And I'll tell you what was funny about that. There used to be a TV copy of that game floating around out there somewhere, maybe on YouTube, that showed kind of the continuation of the broadcast. So they showed a replay from one angle and then a replay from behind of the ball getting in there and him catching it. It's an unreal catch from Matt Butler. Just, you know, ain't no way he's supposed to catch that ball. But he did. But during the celebration, then they show an angle where it's kind of a tight camera shot of this huddle, this mass of about five or six of uh, you know us, state guys, kind of hugging each other and bouncing around in the end zone. And right before the camera cut away to another shot, you could see Porkchop Womack, one of our offensive linemen, had sprinted down the field, and Porkchop was going to j- kind of jump on the mass of people in the celebration. And what you see on the shot, just before the camera cuts away, Is you see pork chop go airborne and about the time he gets in the air, the whole mass of us, we moved (laughs) and he just goes flying by (laughs) and out of the shot. So he dove in there to dive on us, but missed us and just went right on by everybody. It was really funny. I, I wish somebody could find that so I could send it to, uh, so I could send it to pork chop. I wish you'd looked at, find that for me. It's a funny moment. I need to call Porkchop, see how he's doing. He's in the area. I just hadn't talked to him in a while. Okay, now this is, um, you know, casserole hour, anything goes. And this is from earlier. Uh, we, had, we previewed Notre Dame, so I brought up the movie Rudy. And I said, you know, tell me another football movie you would rather watch than, than Rudy. Because I think most people would rather watch Rudy. Well, not all. Dog Tired in Florence, he got in here and he said, other good ones are, number one, Any Given Sunday, number two, The Program. He said in a funny, clean movie, Little Giants, with Ed O'Neill and Rick Moranis. Hadn't seen that in forever, and I do want to go back and watch it again. That was a good movie, The Little Giants. My opinion, one of the more underrated actors, as a child of the 80s, okay, y'all, of the 80s and 90s, one of the more underrated, underappreciated actors of that entire era is Rick Moranis. I mean, we're talking Ghostbusters, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Honey, I Blew Up the Kids, Little Giants. The the Bill who were the he he and the guy that played the um the two Canadian brothers oh yeah what were they Bob calling? and Doug Bob and Doug they did the Christmas song you know and yep. the Bob and Doug thing Twelve they call,
2: Days of Christmas
1: <laughs> yeah, they're always and calling a pack of beer <laughs> yeah they were hilarious he was great. Very underrated. And he's one of those guys that he got to a point in his career, like Spaceballs. That's exactly right, Spaceballs. I mean, Rick Moranis was fantastic. And he had a point in his career where I think the story goes that he decided, I'm not doing this anymore. That's it. I, no more acting. I'm out. Walked away from Hollywood and is just gone. Doesn't want to interview about it. Doesn't want to talk about it. do not want anybody asking him about it. The only time he's popped up was about two years ago, some random nut job in New York on a street, walking down the street in New York City, like, punched him, punched Rick Moranis out of the blue, just randomly attacked him and took off. And I think he was fine, but that's the last time you heard from him. Yeah, that's right, Tony. It was the McKenzie brothers. Thank you. Uh, let's head over to the phone line. Davinia Equipment phone. Davinia Equipment, Madison and Jackson. Your Kubota dealer, Tommy, on line one. What's up, Tommy?
4: Hey, Matt. Hey. Uh, kind of a coincidence. I was talking to my brother this week, uh, the other day ago. He lives in Baton Rouge, and he was walking his dog. Just saw had a dog down, there, and he was, I guess, he was washing his dog. And my brother walked up. And he, my brother had a steak cup in his hand. Said, "I like that cup." And so he said something. And so anyway, he said, I'm, I'm Rob. And this guy says, I'm Matt Butler. Hmm. And uh, so he and Matt kind of got together and talked. And just uh, I thought it was kind of a coincidence that it would come up in today's program. <laughs>
1: yeah. But, uh, yeah. And I see it was I, uh, Denzel I, asked I'm, me I'm about weird, it.
4: We're both, I'm an old codger and, and he's not quite as old, but anyway.
1: Yeah. So you guys, uh, so he saw Matt. In Baton Rouge. That's yeah. great. Yeah.
4: you know, said he was a really nice guy, and they kind of chatted and said they might get together again. So,
1: anyway. uh, That's great. That's great. I'd so, love to. You uh, know, I've I've messaged him back and forth a few times over the years, uh, text. I don't see him that much. Of course, I'm not down there, and he's not up here, but I need to get – it reminds me. Sometimes things like this come up, Tommy, and it just reminds me. I need to pick up the phone and reach out to people, you know, before – you know, get too yeah. far down the road. Well, I appreciate well, the story. Coach, you
4: used to play You used to play the replay with Jack Crystal. Yeah, Cole. that's
1: right. It used to be in the open <laughs> that we would play here. That's right. Right.
4: Yeah. Listen, call your program. Hey, thanks,
1: good. Tommy. I appreciate the call. How about that? So a state fan walking around with a state cup in his hand down in Baton Rouge, and Matt Butler walks up and says hello. Next time some of y'all see Matt Butler, tell him to call me. We need to catch up. Put him on the radio. Let everybody hear how he's doing. Uh, another football movie. Drug dog says the longest yard. You know, do y'all? We don't do the same thing with football movies we do with baseball movies, do we? Like especially as you get closer to baseball season, you want you start watching baseball movies, but we don't really do that with football, do we? We just want to watch the games. To heck with. Getting the movies out. Let's just get, tell me where there's a game I can watch. <laughs> yeah, real Eric said, you know, Spaceball was a good one that he was in. He said, I think his wife died, so he raised the kids and didn't have time to film anymore. Well, good. I mean, though, that's more important. That is absolutely more important. And you know what? If that happened, no, I can't imagine what somebody goes through emotionally when that happens. But for someone like that, I guess he can be thankful that he's probably in a position financially where he can just be dad. Will mentioned that, said he heard that he wanted to be a family man and didn't want to do the acting and miss the family life in the process. I'll tell you what, I got great, great respect for that. That's priorities right there. We could probably all learn something from that, couldn't we? All right. Casserole Hour rolls on. Stick around.
7: After these messages, we'll be right back. For double enjoyment, reach for Beech Knot Peppermint Gum. It sparkles your smile, your breath, your whole sense of enjoyment. Beach Knot Peppermint in the familiar yellow pack.
1: Jeans do come true. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world. Let's dive in and see what we have here. Do what I did. Visit BlueDeltaJeans.com. Find your fit. Just for my listeners, enter discount code Matt Wyatt. Just answer the questions. BlueDeltaJeans.com. Answer the questions. Use this code. Use the code. You're going to get a discount. They are the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn.
5: Farm Bureau Insurance stands ready to provide financial relief to our communities in this time of crisis. This includes a one-time credit to all personal auto policyholders, a donation of $500,000 to the Mississippi Food Network, and additional payment options for those hit the hardest. All while continuing to service customer claims as well. But this is the time to go above and beyond. These are a few ways we're keeping the Farm Bureau promise. To learn more, talk to your agent or visit us online go with the home team
1: hey y'all let me tell you a little bit about c spire new stuff in 2021 including 5g coverage if you go to their website right now cspire.com you're gonna see their no bull which by the way i love the super bowl ad with the slow motion bull you're gonna see that on the website but look they're right there's been a lot of bull over the years in your wireless bill, depending on if you know who you were with and my experience with C Spire is just like they say, there's no bull. I know what it's gonna cost me each month. I know what my coverage is, is the number one coverage in Mississippi, period, the number one network. And they've got 5G phones that are 5G ready. Now, I have the new iPhone 12 Pro Max. Got it at C Spire. Went and did curbside at my local C Spire location and did the exchange where I traded in my old one and got the new one. And it's 5G capable. And we've got 5G coverage in parts of Mississippi and it's just growing by the day. So you really ought to check that out. Okay. And in terms of the new phones, you got deals going on on those as well. Find those out at cspire.com. C Spire, customer. Inspired. After
8: these messages,
9: will be right back. Every farmer understands their farm can't thrive without some good partners, like sun, soil, and rain. And farmers in North Mississippi also rely on another important partner, Mississippi Land Bank, because land and farm financing are Mississippi Land Bank's primary focus. We've grown alongside these farmers' crops for more than 100 years. We understand what a farmer needs, and we know the lay of the land in North Mississippi. And that's
10: where I stand. A lot of people in the equipment world, you know, things kind of go in trends, I guess, if you want to say it. Um, So kind of the first big thing uh, that we look at when we start evaluating our business is going to be our turf equipment. That's kind of the first big push, because once the, you know, once everything, the water dries up and the grass starts growing, this is what everybody's looking to get. Uh, we carry the new Wright stand-up mower. Doesn't look like much, but this thing is, and it costs just as much as zero turn. It's not a cheap unit at all. I mean, if you go out there and look at that zero turn, this thing right here. I mean, it's got all your components from your big pumps to your commercial engine to your large steel deck. Um, and these guys were the first ones to make the standard mower. Better bite, better
8: bite, <laughs> better bite, better, buy, better, buy, better buy.
10: Yes,
11: always look for this bird's eye bird your guarantee of top quality frozen food and your big bird's eye buy this week is bird's eye orange juice easy you can serve it in a minute thrifty it will save you money orchard fresh and delicious
1: yeah, we didn't mention water boy in the football movie discussion did we you can do it <laughs> he said shh mama's asleep well wake her up, up that water boy is the best tackler I've seen since Joe Montana <laughs> Joe Montana was a quarterback you idiot I said Joe Montana a lot of good stuff in that movie Henry Winkler I don't know what it is, Bill, but that scene where he's totally just freaking out in his head in the locker room by himself, mm-hmm. dreaming up plays and he's clutching the playbook and he starts thinking out loud <laughs> I don't Not know a good thing. And he's like, no, we're going to, we're going to turn, he's going to turn to his left and then he's going to fake to his left. No, no, no. He fakes to the right. No, 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 wait, wait. He pretends to fake. And then there's a pause and he goes, Where am I? (laughs) I don't know why it tickles me so. But it does. So Waterboy's a good one. Thank you for that reminder. Now that's one probably just need to go watch it again. No doubt. Matt, go watch it again. Yeah, mama said. What do you tell him? No, you're wrong, Colonel Sanders. Ronnie, best sports movie is We Are Marshall. Ronnie, I need to see that one. I had not seen it. I need to go check it out. And Fletcher texted us. Uh, okay, let's see here. Fletcher said, Matt, after that game, Coach Cheryl said, well, I guess we played somebody. It was his answer for Tuberville because Tuberville said Mississippi State is undefeated because they haven't played anybody. Did Tuberville really say that back then? <laughs> well, let me just tell you, like we had some magic that year and we came back and won some games and you get us in a two, you know, 2-minute drill at the end, we just felt like we could come back and win it, but they helped. You know, he's coaching them. They helped. They started playing not to lose. You go back and watch that Auburn. Instead of playing to finish the game out, started playing very tentative, not to lose, not to turn it over. They were just sitting on the ball, not trying to advance, like taking and just going down real easy after the kickoff. And they were backed up. Our defense backed them up, backed them up. Time out, time out. So they ran out of the back of the end zone, took a safety on purpose uh, to avoid kicking it away, the potential of getting it blocked or giving up field position. And gave us two points, and as it turned out, once we scored the touchdown, we we're up eighteen to sixteen because of that two points they gave us, and we did not need to even attempt an extra point. So they helped because we were finishing the game, and they weren't. And they, Auburn, you know, they weren't that great that year. We beat them. We still hadn't played anybody. Run, and tell them I said it. Lynn on line two. What's up, Lynn? How about it, Matt? Hey, man. Thanks for calling.
4: Uh, Matt, we've made it to football season. Yes, sir. We, we've made it. Hey, I got a question for you. I don't know if you know the answer or not, but I'm wondering. I ain't heard nothing about it. Do you know if uh, Neil Price is doing the dog talk this year with he the coach? He is.
1: He is. Um, I got a – Notification in the email yesterday. I think it's seven o'clock Thursday night. I know it's Thursday night, but I think it's seven PM when it starts. You might check and, and I'll check for you. But yes. That is correct, sir. Seven o'clock. Okay. okay. Is Bill's that done on this st- is that done on
4: your radio station or you gotta yes, get that through Facebook?
1: No, you can, you can get it right here at one oh five nine.
4: That's what I thought. Well, man, that's all I really had today. I appreciate it, and I appreciate your show and all y'all doing, your podcast and all that, Matt. But have a good one. We're going to keep listening. Thank you.
1: Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Lynn. Yeah, the first coaches show is Thursday night. Now, I will tell you, they are having to change some stuff up this week uh, because of this storm. So just precautionary measures, Mississippi State, the university closed the campus today basically said, look, we don't want people going to and from class. We don't want them on the roads. You know, let's just, we're going to basically shut everything down today on this Monday. Well, the football team doesn't practice on Mondays during the season, during a normal game week anyway. Today's their off day, Monday. And so they always have the Mike Leach press conference on Mondays. But they shut everything down. You're not supposed to be coming into and off of campus. So it looks like you're not going to have a Monday game week press conference from Mike Leach today. And they're going to maybe make him available to the media. I say maybe. It probably will make him available to media tomorrow afternoon after practice. And I say afternoon. it would be more like tomorrow night because I think practice starts around 4.15, 4.30 tomorrow night. It's a closed practice. Media won't be there. Fans won't be there. But uh, so in terms of getting game week Q&A and, like, who's going to start at quarterback and see how he answers that, you know, those things. It normally would have happened today in person. They were going to do an in-person press conference with Leeds. They were going to feed the media and then let them sit down and ask him questions in person in the media room in the north end zone. But they shut that down, and now they'll just get to ask him some questions after tomorrow night's practice. And, uh, you know, so that'd be a little different. And some of the things we hear from him on Thursday night during that coaches show that you mentioned, Lynn, might be the first time we get to hear him because of no press conference. Hey, Bill. Hey, Matt. Let me tell you what today is. Listen to this. Today is National Toasted Marshmallow Day. Now, when I think of toasted marshmallows, I think of a couple things. Number one, I think of sweet potato, I don't know what you call it. Casserole. Casserole. (laughs) It's something good. I know that. And it's in a dish, and it's warm, and it's got Mm -hmm. the little marshmallows on top that that have been sort of toasted on the top of that thing. Toasted. Mm-hmm. I think about that. I also think about the movie The Sandlot. Hey, you want a
12: s'more? S'more what? Okay. Small. No, 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 you want a s'more. Okay. I haven't had anything yet. So, how can I have some more of nothing? Shut up! You're killing me, smalls. one? <laughs> these are s'more stuff. Okay, pay attention. First, you take the gram. You stick the chocolate on the ground. Then you roast the malo. No, it's my sleeping bag. That's when the malo's flaming, yes, it is a yellow stadium. You stick it on the chocolate. I mean, it set the place then, on fire, then you cover it with the other end. Yeah, make me one of those. <laughs> yeah, me too. Then you scuff. I don't like that chocolate.
8: Kind of messy, but good. It's kind of messy, so, but, good.
1: It's it's of messy me. but good. He said. <laughs> You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> he said, okay, how, "How can I have some more? of Something I don't have anything to start with." Anything <laughs> yeah, to start with? But then you know that always kind of bothered me that Ham on this movie said, "You toast the mallow." He didn't say marshmallow. He didn't say mellow. He said mallow, and he's doing it over a candle. Now, how many? T- okay, Bill. I in my life. I have eaten several bags full worth of toasted marshmallows over a fire. Mm-hmm. You know, a bunch of them burned. Okay? Eat them anyway. Turn your teeth black and all that. Still eat them. Don't care. I don't know. I mean, I don't think I have ever, ever toasted one over a candle <laughs> like my man did in um, sandlot.
2: Done it on the stove over the heat, but not a not a candle.
1: Yeah, or in a fire. S- um, somebody gave us last year a thing that it, it's a I don't know even what, how you describe it, but it's this little thing that's made for roasting marshmallows in your house. Okay, and it sits on the counter. You plug it up; it's electric. It's got like a little burner on the in the middle with a hole. And you like, it's a dish and all the marshmallows go in the dish around the edge. And you got these little forks and you turn it on and you just sit there and hold them over that little hole in that burner and it toasts them right there in the house. It worked pretty good. Pretty decent. You ever seen somebody that's, you know, you're roasting these marshmallows over a fire. And they don't know how to handle, they don't know how to deal with the heat. Meaning, what I mean by that is, when's the right time to grab it and pull it off with your fingers? Because if you go too soon and get some of that sticky marshmallow on your fingers and it's still too hot, you're burned. Because it sticks and it ain't going anywhere. I saw a girl one time at a cookout. We were out of, and there was a pond about, Oh, 20 to 25 yards away, this farm pond. We get this fire, and we're to toast some marshmallows. And she pulled it out of the fire and just grabbed it with her hand. I and mean, when she did, it mushed all over her fingers and it's hot. And that girl ran about a two flat 20 yard sprint to the edge of that pond and something like in a cartoon. Like that guy on Home Alone, he burned his hand, he stuck it down in the snow, she stuck it down in the pond, you know, like steam's coming off of it and everything. (laughs) Now that's that's quick thinking right there. See, and I'm with you, Will. I mean, there's a way to do this and a way not to do it. He says, if my marshmallow is flaming, then I see it as a failure. He said, I like mine toasted, not burned. I'm the same way. My thing is, if I do burn it, I don't. I'm not wasting it. I'm eating it, but the intent is to find that blue flame, get it just in the right vicinity. <laughs> Y'all stick around.
6: After these messages, we'll be right back.
1: Arrive today. Genes do come true. Thank you, Blue Delta. Yeah, jeans do come true. That's what the bag says. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they are uniquely made for you and only you. Raw denim jeans, custom fit, hand tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi, my hometown. Let's dive in and see what we have here. Do what I did. Visit BlueDeltaJeans.com. Find your fit. Design a jean. And before you know it, You'll be addicted. Just for my listeners, enter discount code Matt Wyatt all lowercase. Again, that's if you listen to me, you can use discount code Matt Wyatt all lowercase. And at checkout, you're going to get a 10% discount off your order. So I just went online, ordered them, BlueDeltaJeans.com uh, a couple weeks ago. Went in, I didn't go get measured. I just entered, you know, what I knew about myself. Well, I just answered the questions and here they are at my doorstep a couple weeks later. Nice. That yeah, Blue Delta. Nice. I'm happy. <laughs> I've known the Blue Delta team for years, and I'm thrilled to have these guys on as a sponsor of this show. Blue Delta's virtual tailor is a fun and easy way to get yourself into the best fitting pair of jeans you're ever going to own. But you never... Thought you'd get a butt shot out of me, huh? How about that? Just answer the questions and they fit absolutely perfectly. They couldn't fit better. So just go online, bluedeltajeans.com, answer the questions. It's amazing how they do it. They will fit perfectly. You're not gonna find better material and better feeling pants, period, anywhere. bluedeltajeans.com. Use this code, use the code, you're gonna get a discount. They are the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn. I promise you that. And I know that you are going to love them too. Make sure you use the Coke. And remember, jeans do come true.
8: After these messages.
12: Let me tell you about an ice cream can't be beat.
1: The
6: very best tasting you can eat. It's meadow, meadow,
12: meadow, meadow, smooth, freeze, meadow, gold. Go to your ice cream man today and here's the word that you should say. Oh, give me meadow, 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 smooth, freeze, meadow, gold. And remember, folks, meadow gold
7: is mm mighty good. For double enjoyment, reach for beech nut peppermint gum. It sparkles your smile, your breath, your whole sense of enjoyment. Beech nut Peppermint in the familiar yellow pack.
8: Six o'clock, dinner time. Thank goodness for Jell-O Instant Pudding.
7: Yes, thank goodness for Jell-O Instant Pudding. The terrific busy day dessert you can make at the very last minute. See how quick and easy. Just add it to cold milk and beat it up. That's all. By the time you're ready to eat it, it's all ready for you. Jell-O Instant Pudding, made by the famous Jell-O folks. So creamy, so nourishing, so delicious. No other instant pudding is quite the same. Stock your shelves with all seven flavors. The good, good, busy day dessert. Jell O Instant Pudding.
1: I'm talking way, way back in the wayback machine this, you giggled because that was a, a decent segue. yeah <laughs> It's way back. <laughs> it was halfway decent segue. That's the whole blind squirrel finding an acorn. Mm. that deal. All right, so this ought to be a, a doozy. And this is, you know, Bill, this trip in uh, down memory lane in the Wayback Machine actually ought to resonate with a lot of people, because I think people know this one. Let's see. Or at least one of them, I think, they know.
2: Yeah, may not know the first one, but I bet they'll know the second
1: one. Okay, so the first one. On American Bandstand on this day, August the 30th, 1969, the group Peaches and Herb... I'm assuming Bill has two people.
2: Yeah, it's Peaches and Herb. They were married too.
1: Okay, they were. It was a married couple. It's Peaches and <laughs> Herb, the, the guy.
2: Yeah. yeah, they did reunited later on
1: in their career. Reunited, reunited and it's so good. All right, Peaches yeah. and Herb performed "Let Me Be the One."
8: Let me be the one to always love you.
6: Let me be the one to take care of you
8: When you're looking for someone to tell you your child to
1: Sing and Herb!
8: Let me be the one for you All right, Peaches Let me be the one when you are lonely
1: Okay! This is the Peaches and Herb. Let
8: me be
1: the one. Let me be the one.
2: Of course, Reunited is probably the biggest thing they ever did.
1: That's a good song right there, though. I like it. I like it. Here's one everybody knows. Same day, six years later, August the 30th, 1975, in the American Bandstand stage, K.C. and the Sunshine Band... A little get down tonight. One of the best concerts I ever saw I had more fun watching performing really? perform. Oh, man, yeah. Is that a cowbell I hear in there? Of course it is. <laughs> it's disco personified. <laughs> it is, isn't it? More cowbell, yeah. I can't hear a cowbell in a song without picturing Will Ferrell with that wig on. Yeah. I need more cowbell, and his belly poking out. That's that's all I can see. Don't fear the reaper. <laughs> Let's see. There was a TV yeah. note.
2: The KC and the Sunshine Band. They put on a great concert. It is so much fun going to one of their concerts. So many of them. I it's bet. Like big stage. Yeah.
1: You know, one I saw on here that apparently I didn't, I must have skipped over because I didn't send it to you, Bill, and I should have sent well, it to you. Well,
2: if you'd have told me earlier, I could find it for you. Yeah,
1: um, but it says Jimmy Rogers on this day in 62. The name of the song was No One Will Ever Know. Jimmy Rogers from Meridian, right? Isn't that the same Jimmy Rogers? Uh, no. No? Okay. I don't Different think one.
2: that's the same one. Uh, Jimmy Rogers. This Jimmy Rogers is the probably guy that did Lemon Tree. Like mm-hmm. I said, yeah, the Jimmy Rogers you're thinking about was long gone before. Okay. For America Bandstand.
1: Okay, got it. So it'd be a different Jimmy Rogers. All right. Uh, oh, this was the other. It was a TV note. It said that on this day in '93, Billy Joel became the first musical guest on CBS TV's The Late Show with David Letterman when the show debuted, and. I was confused at first because I was going, 93, no wait, Letterman was on before that, but apparently that's when he started the, not the, I guess the the earlier version either had a different name or it was on a different network, I guess, and then he started on CBS with the quote-unquote The Late Show with David Letterman in 93. I guess that's what that would be. Billy Joel on that one. Made me want to go back and look it up. But man, I you know, it's either it's either a sign of the times or it's Matt has gotten old, or both. <laughs> but I Bill, I have not paid attention to late night television since Letterman.
2: Not much good late night television on right now. There's there's a show that's kind of eating all their lunch right now. Greg Gutfeld on Fox is on from ten to eleven our time. Okay, and he's been putting a hurt on some of them with his show. Has he really? Oh yeah, he's a funny dude. Greg
1: Gutfeld. You okay, know,
2: on Fox at night. He's on only on for an hour, but he comes on at ten and he's he's just been slaying them in the ratings because they're so bad. They all, they're all they're all terrible. Terrible. I mean, since Jay Jay Leno and and uh, has retired and. Yeah. You know, all the, they went away. It's just not the
1: same. You know, and I wonder, yeah, I can't help but wonder, Bill, if it was like Leno and Letterman got out at the right time, or they aged out at the right time because yeah. of, you know, internet slash cord cutting slash streaming. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense?
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. Y-
1: you know, because... Okay, so 2021, we can even go back, you can even go back 15 years. And first of all, there was no cord cutting. It was all cable satellite 15 years ago. And, you know, we, everybody was still all in with Leno Letterman. So, of course, Conan mixed in there that whole, that whole deal. All right, so that was fun. Little trip down uh, memory lane in a wayback machine as a part of the casserole hour. We can do it because it's our show. Lots and lots of football today, stacked, football stacked on top of football. And I got a feeling it's not going to be any different the rest of the week. Thank goodness because you're in game week. Hallelujah. All right, uh, back over to the phone before we run out of time. The DaVinci Equipment phone line, 995 1059. DJ on line one. What's up, DJ? Hey, DJ.
2: All
1: right. Call us back, DJ. I don't have
2: it. I don't know. Maybe he can't
1: hear you. I don't know. Maybe not. I wonder if he was calling to talk to me about Ohio State playing on Thursday night. I'm looking forward to that. It'll be on Fox. Hey, DJ. Hey, you there? I think he's gone. I thought I heard yeah, I think
2: there. he was had phone trouble.
1: Must have maybe, had some phone trouble. Yep. Okay. Now. Uh, Let's see, Robert on Facebook is an Alabama fan, and he says uh, something about a rap song by a Miami fan saying that they are going to beat us. DJ's back, by the way. DJ's back. Hey, Bill, how do we feel about fans who, we talk about the football team when we say us and we and them and they and us. Are those okay? It's okay for us to say, like, us if you don't play? That's fine. I'm not right. real sure about. that. I don't know. Like I'm, it raises an eyebrow every now and then, doesn't it? it does with me. I know. <laughs> All right, DJ's back on line one. What's up, DJ? Hey, I think he's having phone trouble. <laughs> yeah, he must be. I heard him there for a minute, but yeah, me too. Try us oh, tomorrow, yeah. DJ. Try us tomorrow, and we'll we'll get it in there. No, I'm just picking on you, Robert. Yeah. No, I'm just picking. I'm not one of those. You root for that team, say us all you want to. No matter to me, as long as we know what you're talking about. And in this case, you told me, since you said Miami, I know we're talking about Alabama. Well, let me just go ahead and tell you, Miami's not beating Alabama. They can rap about it, talk about it, sing about it, write about it, all they want to. It ain't happening. They're not beating Alabama. The question is, are they improved enough to make a ball game out of it? That's where we are. Now, I will give. I I really mean this. This is not in any way facetious, sarcastic. You know, I give Alabama fans and media, particularly Alabama media, radio shows and writers and beat writers and others, you know, all the credit in the world for taking everything very seriously, not counting anything as, you know, taking it for granted. Maybe that's a derivative of, you got a coach and Coach Saban at Alabama who has just been hammering it for years and just jumping all over anybody who takes the approach of, well, this game's in the bag. (laughs) Even if a writer insinuates a question like that, he'll just, its rat poison. So maybe that's a result of that. But everybody, Alabama fans, uh, Alabama media, they take it all seriously. You know, there's been years when, like, they're playing state and state's Quite literally, Alabama would have more five stars on their punt team than state has on its whole team. Yet they'll call me and want to, like, somebody doing a radio show in Alabama wants to interview me about the game. And they're asking questions like, well, what state got to do to be Alabama? And, you know, and and they're taking it, I mean, real serious questions. And the whole time I'm thinking, man, in reality, do y'all not realize they have no chance? They're not beating. I mean, it's Grand Canyon here. I mean, why are we? It's kind of a waste of our time. Y'all know the answer. You know the result before they kick it off. I do too. I mean, what are we doing? <laughs> and it's like they still, they still show everybody respect. I kind of, you know, appreciate that. I think they should. You know, it's like last year, Notre Dame. We're gonna play Notre Dame in a Rose Bowl. Well, look, the whole country knows a result before you kick it off, and it has everything to do with the rosters. They don't they're not even similar. Alabama's roster compared to the rest of college football is really not even similar. And I got news for you Alabama's roster compared to Miami's. It ain't close. Miami ain't winning the game. The question is, is Miami improved enough to make a showing? Make a game? Give us a reason to watch into the third quarter. That's the question. But, I mean, any Alabama fan out here who's going, oh, I can't believe that they would say they're going to beat us. You know what? I I can't either. Just do what I do. Laugh at it. It ain't happening. I mean, I admire you for kind of sort of taking the game serious. I know the result. So does everybody else, (laughs) for that matter. That's one way to end it. We're going to reconvene and do it again tomorrow. Same time, same place. For Bill, I'm Matt, and everybody in the Farm Bureau studio, Farm Bureau, go! With the home team. See you all tomorrow. See you!